0: Inventing the wheel in advance in case we have to, huh? Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It's Thursday, December second, two thousand and ten. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination episode two five seven.
1: This is no
0: agenda. Looking over here while you look over there, and coming to you from the Hilltop Watchtower, Crackpot Command Center, Gitmo Nation West, and the People's Republic of Southern California. IA. In the morning, I'm
2: the man wanted by Interpol. I'm Adam Curry. And from Northern Silicon Valley, where I'm also known as KJ6LNG, I'm John C. Dvorak. It's
3: Crackpot and Buzzkill. In the morning.
0: KJ6LNG. Oh, man. In the morning to you, Ham. In the morning to you, and all ships at sea, and all of our boots on the ground, and of course our human resources in the chat room at noagendachat.net. All charged up, ready to go the way their government loves them and needs them. We need you, human resources. Hey, John, John. John. So there's some news this week. You know, it's it's uh, funny. Uh, I got up my usual five thirty this morning. Uh, Three hundred and fifty individual stories that I tagged that I you know then I kind of had to go through and remember them and look at things i spent uh three hours last night trying to look at things other than WikiLeaks. oh or you're talking about wiki oh i thought the big news
2: was that michael douglas is playing liberace
0: <laughs> yeah i'll give you one in part. the morning <laughs> no because you know i i i'm seeing all every every single news channel WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. interpol WikiLeaks. Julian Assange, WikiLeaks, Interpol, kill him, arrest him. uh. And I'm like, (laughs) something is going on. And there was so much going
2: on. I have a bunch of clips, but what I got out of it was the fact that it's, the
0: reaction to this is more interesting than the actual event. Well, indeed, because the first thing, you know, you and I are kind of trained to do is to go look at at the leak, to go look at the papers. And I'm like, oh, brother, how boring is this? It's like, first of all, lots of stuff in there that we've been talking about for six months. None of it uh, deemed top secret. It's all classified or do not, you know. It's all
2: bogus. It's like memos, it's like little notes to, te- to the teacher,
0: they're cables. <laughs> yeah, cables. What the hell's a cable? I still don't get that. I think a cable is like, uh, it goes through a secure cable, I guess. It's, it's kind of like cable. a cable. It's hey, a telex. cable coming
2: in. It's, it's a, tele- a cable. It's the a facts. telex. No, uh, ca-
0: cable is synonymous with telex. Remember the telex machines? Yeah, those days are over. They don't do cables anymore, do they? Don't yeah. they
2: email the stuff around?
0: No, apparently they do cables. Cables. They have some kind of internal system. And yes. it's called a computer network. Who are they kidding with this cable nonsense? Well, that's what they call it still, a cable.
2: Ooh, confidential cable came in. <laughs> Take me a break. <laughs> Grow up.
0: Yeah. Get with the program. Check the calendar. <laughs> 2010's calling. You got to get your emails. Yeah. Well, why don't we thank our... Um, do we have producers? Yeah, we got a couple. Let's thank them first, and then we'll dive into this. And there's lots of other stuff, because as I said, I was uh, looking over there while you were all looking here.
2: All right, We've got uh, one executive producer and four associates. Okay. And uh, our uh, executive uh, producer is um, Sir Mike Menzies uh, from Eltham, North Victoria, Australia. Hey, my birthday was on the 27th of November, and he... uh, would like uh, to celebrate by offering you some cash. He gave us $250. Uh, $250. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't listed for a while, but I have the episodes downloaded and waiting. You're falling behind. And I also uh, know you to work your butts off, which is true. I feel I have a moral obligation to keep the show afloat. <laughs> also, I like to... Uh, have my night ring by now well we're gonna have that coming shortly we have some good news on the on the 10 10 10 coins at least we, we have them in hand now uh then we have the one two three four associate executive producers uh, paul Palchik in camberwell west victoria australia which is interesting our top people are from australia this week um well, I do have some Australian news. There's always something interesting going on down there. Oh, this place is crazy. Yeah. Uh, his annual subscription is $1 times 4 hours times 52 weeks, which is $208. So he's basically given us the year's worth of uh, last year's or this year's worth of shows by a buck a piece. Thank, thank you so you much. Thank you very much. Yes, thank Which is you. a good idea. I agree. We should put that on there as a $208 one-time thing. That's not a bad idea. We may do that. <laughs> Uh, and then we have our old buddy, TipTopWebsite.com, uh, who wants to be plugged for, as such, Cocoa Beach, Florida, $200, no agenda strip show. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, and by the way, if you get, anyone wants to put up a website, tip, tip top Websites is one way to do it. Uh, easy. Donations, should put me about halfway to nighthood. Funny when you to, when I talked last year on the phone, uh, you said I should put my company on a TV commercial one year later while on This Week in startups, Adam said the same thing. That's because we unfortunately think alike, which is the... It's a curse, happen.
0: I tell you. It's a curse.
2: They've played over 900 times nationally on the History Channels and so on and so forth. He's done quite well. Tiptopwebsite.com. Uh, and then, uh, as I scroll down the large message... Hans Hoffner in Berlin, Deutschland. Uh, Really nice town. If anybody wants to travel, go there in the morning. John and spreadsheet may or may not show. I'm a douchebag for not sticking to my word of when I would support the show. Be that as it may, here's the rest of the money I was going to. Send a couple of weeks ago, very rare German would use the word gunna, "a". <laughs> yeah. Better late than never, which could be code. I'm a film composer, and if anybody wants to connect and perhaps have me work on their film, I'd be glad to get in touch with either creative people who work the way you guys do, uh, the way you guys think, and so on. If you could put a link in the, uh, to my site in the show notes. Yeah,
0: we'll do that for sure.
2: It would be handy. There it is soundcloud.com. So we'll uh, put a link. Uh, on the hey, show,
0: John, you know you you just dropped down to a m quality that 's how bad the skype connection is well since I'm, well, this is why i 've got my call letters now, <laughs> yeah, you passed your test and, uh, and no sooner had you done that than it sounds like you 're on the shortwave. and then uh, two hundred dollars from Matthew Lacey, who um, sent
2: us an email to go along with this and i 'll look up the email and we 'll discuss what he had to say during the break or or donation break
0: um a couple of um, actually only one pr mentioned but something uh i f- actually i hadn't thought about this and i thought it was quite interesting uh remember we did that thing for noagendaip.com yeah and uh, it turned out quite funny if you go to noagendaip.com uh john and i will uh, read out your slave ip address um <laughs> it's, it's cool it's a it's, it's a great little uh uh you know it's like you use this all the time, particularly sysadmins. Like, ah, oh, what's the what's the public IP address? And I think uh, what pe- a lot of people used to use is what'smyip.com. So now I just use noagendaip.com. It gives it to you in, in digits right there on the page. But then you can choose either uh, my voice or John's voice telling you, slave. In fact, that that's how it starts off, slave, uh, what your IP address is. So the guy who runs this is, of course, uh, our vajazzling friend who did uh, vajazzling.com. Uh, the vajazzler. Yeah, the vajazzler. And uh, so he was looking through the logs. Uh, I'm very proud to announce that uh, noagendaip.com in the past week was accessed by the Weather Channel internally, which I think is great, and (laughs) uscourts.gov which may not be so great for us. It, it, <laughs> it may not bode well. Maybe you are violating some law doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think if you have a uh, uh, a no agenda based website, take a look at the logs from time to time and see, uh, see who's accessing it. <laughs> I think uscourts.gov is an interesting, uh, interesting development. But at again, you, I don't... U.S. what is it? It's the U.S. court system. The, system, the whole system? The whole system is looking at us. I don't know. It's, it's someone Apparently, at least one person inside US, the United States court system at uscourts.gov is looking at our sites. Probably just to get their IP address, but you never know. So I, I think people who are running a no agenda based site should check it out. It's kind of cool. Yeah, check your logs. Because I think what it really means is we got people on the inside. This is good. And uh, the emails I received this week uh, proved that once again. So special thanks to our executive producer for episode 257 of the No Agenda Show, Sir Mike Menzies, and our associate executive producers, Paul Paltschek, TipTopWebsite.com, Hans Hoffner, and Matthew Lacey. As uh, some of you on this list uh, already know, this is an official credit, uh, and you're building up these credits. I see people with email signatures that are getting lengthier as they are, uh, yet again, uh, a producer or an executive producer or associate of... Uh, of an individual episode. It's highly appreciated because this is the only way that we can uh, uh, finance the show. And it's the, uh, we've chosen the difficult path, but one we feel is righteous. Everybody else out there, well, you've got to go out and do this very important thing, which is propagate our formula. It is extremely simple. Listen up. Our formula is this we go out, we hit people in the mouth. World.
4: Say it with me now. Shut up, slave. <laughs>
0: Stupid slave. You dumb, dumb, dumb slave. So, to reframe uh, what we were talking about earlier, John, um, I spent most of my time looking at anything that the WikiLeaks extravaganza could be distracting from, and I found quite a few things well
2: you want to talk about the WikiLeaks extravaganza first because it is kind of a bonanza for people that like to probe the news
0: yeah i think uh well you sent me a excuse me you okay i almost puked you i'm I'm all worked up about the skype quality it pisses me off um you sent me a skype message earlier and earlier in the week and you were like you asked me a question you're like i don't want to tip my hat you know i'm working so i figured you were working on an angle And I wouldn't mind hearing what it is. I couldn't find it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you couldn't find an angle at all?
2: (laughs) No, no, I found a bunch of angles, but I never never really... Here's what happened. Now, people who want to follow the WikiLeaks thing, the first thing you want to do is you want to go give up on the American media.
0: Right. Although that's not entirely true because I have two clips that I found that um, I think it was on accident but uh, but I think it actually tells us a lot about what's going on but okay well,
2: let's get some for, for starters let's begin this extravaganza into the WikiLeaks issue with a couple I'm gonna to 1st give you a premise uh, and then I want to just get some of the clips out of the way so we can discuss this with, in more detail after we hear the clips first of all I'm, I'm I was aghast at the various at the reaction to the wiki clips thing especially from the media I mean what's wrong with these people uh, you know i saw it as wow this is a bonanza this is the what the fourth estate is supposed to be doing you know digging into the government and what they're up to and all the machinations the duplicity the creepiness all that stuff but instead of that we're hearing people well I mean, let's play a couple of these clips and see what we're talking about here play the dennis miller clip that was on the o'reilly factor
0: okay dennis miller on the o'reilly factor hold on Just got to. Here we go.
1: And then the last revelation wasn't no shock to me that Kucinich is indeed from the planet Uranus. So this time through, I think we all knew this stuff. The last time through, when they revealed names in our effort in the war on terror. Yeah, I think if this kid keeps this up, this is the reason the poison tip bumper shoots were invented. And if if they're not going to do that, I at least say we sentence him to three hours on a tanning bed with Snooky. Do you (laughs) want him punished? Yeah, I think they should off him just because he's a pale dweeb. All right. Listen, so just I assume looks that alone somewhere, you want Billy, him off the somewhere in the bowels of Langley, there's an old uh, there's an old CIA guy like Alfred Molina in the company. One of these old-style Eastern Bloc spooks. And I guarantee you, if this guy gets anywhere near anything that's really going to compromise this country, I assume they off him. But he understands that. I don't think so. Not anymore. I mean, after the first round in July, they should
0: have charged him with espionage and didn't do anything about. Got it. Um, Jimmy, you, you know go- I, I saw all this stuff. It, it was just so annoying to me. It's
2: sickening, to be honest about. I mean, he's actually Miller is actually advocating killing this guy. Well, a lot of people uh, were
0: advocating killing
2: him. A bunch of people were advocating killing the guy for what? For bringing <laughs> out a bunch of caddy memos. I mean, here, play the John Stewart take one.
0: Okay. You're a little fast on me today, John. Sorry. Right. Okay. Telling
5: the candid conversations between high-level ambassadors, statecraft, laid bare. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a national embarrassment. <laughs> French President Sarkozy, described as thin-skinned and an
6: emperor with no clothes. Muammar Gaddafi, inseparable from a voluptuous blonde, referred to officially as his senior Ukrainian nurse. And North Korean
5: dictator Kim Jong-il. A flabby old
3: chap.
5: <laughs> Who put Perez Hilton in charge of our diplomatic corps? Yeah. Hey Columbia, is that your army or did Minuto just get back together? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so now that's what a comedian would tell ta- you know that's the and way even he looks and out. even even that wasn't all that funny. It wasn't that funny, but the but he's not advocating killing the guy. Now the, th- now, the one that was interesting to me was uh, Carl Bernstein, Woodward's buddy, who I, who I never thought was part of the agency like Woodward is, is part of some agency – uh, and he actually, I think, had the. And he was only showed up, and of all things, the Joy Behar show. Nobody, which <laughs> is ludicrous, because this guy is like a, you know, a guy in a true investigative reporter who. Well, appreciates. he's got to speak.
0: This is where you go speak to the slaves. Hey, he, House but Roms. he at least
6: appreciates what's going on. Play
2: the Bernstein
6: clip. Curious, pardon me, Michael. Of. Uh, uh, secret information always carries a risk. And uh, and we have to be very careful about how we use that information. Okay, Michael, what did you want to say?
5: I agree. And I think S- Secretary of Gates came out yesterday and said, hey, basically, th- this is not a big deal, which raises another question. Well, if these disclosures aren't a big deal, then why are we spending uh,
6: so much time trying to classify all this secret information? Well, actually, uh, most of it's low-classification information. Mm-hmm. But, but weren't you interested right. in the
7: fact that the Arab world would like
1: us to bomb the nuclear reactor in Iran? I mean, I thought that was fascinating.
6: That's what I'm saying they are great stories. That was was
7: that's my point. That's,
6: that's exactly what I said. It's a terrific story. There are lots of terrific stories in here. Yeah. And uh, sure, the State Department doesn't want that disclosed because right. it comes through there. Also, many of the okay, things... In these came the, right. the
2: point is he recognizes the fact that this is a cache of good material that could be useful for writers. So why would you trash... I mean, what is Fox's problem? They're the ones who are all over this thing as some sort of a, you know, we should we should find him for espionage. Hey, he's not an American citizen. So I heard a guy saying he should be arrested for treason. He's not an American. Not an American. How can he be? How does this even work? That was uh, that idiot, uh, what's his name, the, the Baptist minister who's running for president. I don't know.
0: The rent's too damn high guy? <laughs> no,
2: what's his name? You know, well, Hucklebee.
0: Uh, okay, let, 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 I got to stop you on this. All right, so because I I found a couple of clips which I think do kind of explain what's going on. So first, our assertion is WikiLeaks is uh, a front for the CIA or other intelligence organizations, and it's used um, to embarrass people, to start to stir up crap, and clearly there was uh, embarrassment uh, targeted against Hillary Clinton.
2: Yeah, clearly. and then, by the way, that is our assertion. It always has been, and... All that this shows, besides, I, you know, I agree that you know what this shows is that this is really a good control one because they got stuff in there that's obviously meant to be leaked out to, for some uh, for some reason. In fact, Putin actually said that he believes the whole thing. A lot of these, he thinks some of the memos uh,
0: are. I'm a All these guys say it's fake. They all say it's the U.S. government trying to control the. Right. right, and I think that they're probably
2: right. Yeah, but yeah. what gets? But that's not what bothers me. What bothers me is the media itself turning on this, on this, on this batch of information, which is just a bunch of resource material that you should be happy is out there.
0: Well, it's their job to do that. It's their job to make a big story out of it that doesn't actually go into the details of the. Well, cables. that's the American media. But if you go and, like, I recommend people do, which I was going to say before
2: I was cut off is that if you want to actually read some good stuff, some good analysis, some funny material, you have to go to the communist paper, the Guardian, the Guardian in the UK. Yeah. yeah. They're well,
0: loaded with stuff. Well, the Guardian of course, this is another tip off that, you know, for a site that leaks things, again, they're leaking to mainstream media first, giving the Guardian. I guess they didn't give the New York Times anything up No, front. I think the New York Times did get something. Oh, they did, they did. I uh, think. And 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 the funniest thing of course is uh, you know, you saw the stock price of a Bank of America vary with about five to seven percent. Bank of America. It's like, looks oh, like a bank is next. And it was like Bank of America, Bank of America, which of course was targeted with uh, you know they targeted thirty thirty plus of the Bank of America employees by uh, landing the uh, the jet in the Hudson River. Yeah, you know, this is not the first time Bank of America has been threatened by some evil group. That's my assertion, but uh, I'm not
2: going to argue with it because it's just too much, too many coincidences and too much good stuff. And the one I want to, I don't want to push my clips, but I got one more which kind of really give get, to me triggered the whole thought that the whole thing is a, is rigged. Is that the, immediately after the the notes were leaked, PBS, the National uh, treasure, treasure, yes, uh, it immediately had Secretary Gates, ex CIA. Uh, Defense Department guy carried over from the Bush administration because obviously you take him or, or get shot, and he makes a comment this is like on Monday he right, you know just after they get the, the, the note without looking at one memo, which means he looked at him before, says it 's no big deal with this kind of a, a sly smirk on his face if you want to play the Gates on WikiLeaks clip. ...to powerful people.
8: WikiLeaks began releasing 250,000 State Department documents over the weekend, but today, Defense Secretary Robert Gates played down the overall effect. The fact is, governments
9: deal with the United States because it's in their interest. Not because they like us, not because they trust us, and not because they believe we can keep secrets.
0: Because otherwise we'll go out and we'll kick
9: their ass. Many governments, some governments deal with us because they fear us, <laughs> uh, some because they respect us, most because they need us. We are still, essentially, as has been said before, the indispensable nation.
0: Also today, the State Department cut off a All U.S. Right, military... All right, so, so there's a couple of players here. We have the... Uh, so Gates is defense secretary, right? Right. So, so he's uh, Pentagon... Now, does yeah. the CIA fall under Pentagon or does no, that no, no? Okay, no. so okay, so I believe that uh, the the warring fractions, because this is clearly done for internal political motives, mm-hmm. and the one and the person I see hurt the most, who responded the most, and do uh, you does prof, doth protested too much? I think is Hillary Clinton. And who, of course, is without a doubt, you know, the talk about her possibly becoming vice uh, becoming president and uh, vice president at the same time. Actually, she could do <laughs> it. it. Be... Um, you know, that's is... a winner of a ticket <laughs> is heating up. Right. So that, that was heating up just before this release. Actually, uh, she's out there. She's she's really making the move. She's making the rounds. Then I think we have the CIA faction. Uh, who who, prob- who probably control the entire WikiLeaks uh, organization, and then we have the Pentagon, who are downplaying it and saying, "Ah, well, you know, whatever," and actually probably um, uh, themselves in a way at war with the CIA. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of different would think. different players here. So, uh, but I think that I think they may have teamed up on this one because uh, yeah, they, I, I agree, I agree. Uh, let me let me just there are okay, two, two reports that i that I found um and one is uh, a report the other one actually has the uh, the spokeshole for the Pentagon speaking on Fox which I found it to be an, an, an uh, really an outstanding uh Interview, but listen to this first because this is, I think, kind of where it, uh, what it boils down to here. Besides screwing Hillary Clinton,
7: Mitchell joins us now. Andrew, as we reported, the State Department worked feverishly to try to stop these leaks, including Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. So, what is the reaction there tonight? Oh, you can imagine. This is a nightmare, Natalie, a nightmare for U.S. diplomats. What the German nightmare. magazine, they're speaking... It's a nightmare! It's a nightmare! ...who is calling a political meltdown for U.S. foreign policy. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton spent the weekend basically speed-dialing her counterparts in China and Germany, Great Britain, Canada, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, France, and Afghanistan, just to name a few. I, I can
0: totally imagine her doing that, by the way. This is bullshit! This is, this is these these cocksuckers. This is how she... T- you know she talks like that. They're no, she talks like a truck me. driver, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
7: Trying to limit the damage. But if you've ever had a friend learn that you've said unflattering things about them behind their back, well, you can imagine the reaction. Especially- uh,
0: John, how pissed would you be if I told people that you were a douchebag? behind your back. I mean, you can just imagine what that would be I would like. be steamed. You would be really angry. When you're t- you would be speed dialing everybody.
7: Talking about the most sensitive issues of foreign policy, like U.S. concerns over Pakistan's nuclear arsenal, as Mick reported, or Saudi King Abdullah's desire for the U.S. to attack Iran. Wait for it. Or Clinton's suspicions about Vladimir Putin's business dealings with Italy's Prime Minister Berlusconi. Already officially...
0: Yeah. By the way, Duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, duh, please. They'll
7: tell me that they have changed the State Department computer system to better protect diplomatic secrets from Pentagon access.
0: Okay, now... Now listen carefully to what what's being said here so then now they're changing the internal computer systems
7: this because officials point out that the Pentagon is the suspect for the original source of this leak
0: okay, so that's nice Officials point out I have no quote of course, but uh, are saying the yeah, Pentagon yeah. the Pentagon is the source that's interesting it's good
7: and I'm also told that this will now cause a government-wide re-examination of those post 911 reforms ah
0: very interesting this was the sharing information between uh oh yeah right so now it's like oh now we're not going to share any information so now we're making it even more compartmentalized requiring
7: agencies to share their intelligence with each other you're so now ahead Andrew, one. the than real I question, I guess, is in this age of war and terror, what really is the potential fallout? Could this then be a game changer?
0: Okay, so so uh, I took that. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting, because that's basically the Patriot Act. You know,
2: there's all kinds of
0: stuff in there.
2: Well, I think it's even more than that because they did. Remember when when Obama first came in and he put this, this yes, Uber guy? Yes, exactly.
0: In. He, he and put you a, guys got to talk to each other r- more. Yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now um, this is the report from Fox where the hot chick. <sighs> that's one mother i'd like to she talks to the spokesman for the pentagon who plays down this whole thing she actually comes out with a couple of good questions uh the one that immediately was on my mind is hey if wikileaks is such a tremendous you know if the if the if assand should be killed and he should he should be probably just for being annoying But if he should be killed, you know, why don't we just do what we did over Thanksgiving weekend and just change the DNS, just route around it, you know, just just get, you know, it was so easy to take down all these 70 or 80 websites by changing the DNS entry and seizing them now confirmed by Department of Homeland Security. By ICE, yep. confirmed, confirmed that they did that, which is of course a bad thing. How come they didn't do that now? Wh- what about the big cyber team that the Pentagon has? So th- it, this report and what this guy says will actually, in my mind, um, legitimize the claim that the leaks came from the Pentagon.
10: And this is a Fox News Alert: A top U.S. diplomat is now warning that Julian Assange's la- latest document dump through his website WikiLeaks has substantially hurt U.S. diplomatic efforts. This, as more questions arise about why the Pentagon did not stop WikiLeaks from publishing these embarrassing documents to begin with. The Pentagon Press Secretary, Jeff Morrell, who is the Chief Spokesman for Defense Secretary Robert Gates, is my guest now. Jeff, thanks so much for being back with us. We appreciate it. My
3: pleasure,
8: Megan. Thanks for having
10: me. I want to ask you about this cyber command, okay? Because I don't think a lot of our viewers have ever even heard of this thing, but it's, it's basically something that's been recently implemented at the Pentagon to protect us from cyber attacks and computer hacking and that kind of thing. And Major General Bob Scales, who's a Fox News military analyst, was on Fox News this weekend, and he said this, Jeff, take a listen.
5: This is a wake-up call for, uh, for Keith Alexander and the guys in Cyber Command. I don't think anyone questions the fact that we've not done all we could offensively to take the fight, to, in this case, to the enemy. We've spent most of our trying, time trying to defend ourselves within the Department of Defense. But you remember, Greg, war is a two-sided endeavor, offense and defense. Uh, and until we get our act together in attacking these, these sources, uh, the enemy will always
8: have the initiative and the advantage.
10: So why didn't we use Cyber Command to shut down WikiLeaks before they released these documents?
8: well you know megan i think major general scales is correct that there is an offensive and a defensive component I listen how he's not going to
0: answer the question but he will actually kind of allude to what's going on to our work in the cyber sphere and uh, cyber sphere john it's the cyber severe uh, we have
8: never danced around that the fact is that we are really trying to focus on beefing up our defensive capabilities because it is becoming an increasing threat but we also clearly have offensive capabilities uh but it is uh, at the end of the the day, the determination of those
0: who are charged with uh, such things. Uh, In in other words, uh, the the boss said, no, leave it up. That's the whole point.
8: Uh, The decision was made not to proceed with uh, any sort of aggressive action of of that sort in this case.
0: So right there, whether the Pentagon released in this case, whether the Pentagon released it or not, there was a decision made at high level saying, yeah, of course, Gates, we're not going to stop it. We're not going to stop this. This is great. (laughs) I'm sure they were laughing. I would be. Yeah, should we do it like, hey, jo- hey, Cyber Command, it's Gates here. Gates, hey. <laughs> Don't touch that wiki thing, man.
8: <laughs> uh, it was just deemed not appropriate for us to consider such a thing.
0: Not appropriate. <laughs> and it wasn't. No, but it's so funny that he's basically just saying
10: it. Why? why is that? Because you why know you is- got. But Wiki- what
0: is wrong with her? <laughs>
10: she's I mean, hot. She's supposed
2: to be a newswoman. She's she, Why are no, we shutting a- stuff down? Why aren't we censoring everything? Why is this stuff coming out? Why can't we? You know, what she kind of, beca- of news organization is Fox?
0: Beca- They're
10: terrible.
0: <laughs> she's hot. It doesn't matter what she says. She's not that hot. She's
10: hot enough. Leaks. Everybody knows they've come out with leaks before. Uh, Some would argue that they weren't quite as damaging as the latest leaks, but I'll leave that to the viewers to decide. Why not go after them when you know their history?
8: I think this is a capability that is reserved for threats of much higher consequence than this would have been. At the end of the day, as you heard from the Secretary of Defense yesterday, Megan, this creates some awkward and embarrassing situations for the United United States government. It clearly puts those who cooperate with us, even some of our diplomats, in difficult positions, hopefully not endangered positions. But at the end of the day, it does not adversely, or at least over the long term, adversely impact America's power or perspective. Prestige, Secretary Gates just does
0: not buy into that. Yeah, senator Gates, there it is. Why do you say senator? By the way, I don't know. That's interesting because it, it, it's it's. Sec- did he say that? Ma- 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 maybe he said secretary. Maybe I just misunderstood.
8: Over the long term, adversely impact America's power or prestige. Secretary Gates just does secretary. not secretary. Okay, but he, he fumbles it a bit. Buy into
0: that. Yeah, it's so Gates called this, clearly. Uh, yeah, this of is, course. This,
8: You know, people don't do business with America necessarily because they like us. Or- There's the line. Whoa,
0: There's I the mean- line. There's the line. There it is. People don't do business because they like us because you should be afraid of us. Here it is.
8: America necessarily because they like us or even trust us. They do business with us because they must. We are the last one remaining indispensable power. And-
0: wow. <laughs> wow! How awesome is that? Yeah, you need to shut up, everybody, because we will come there. Look, hey, seen Iraq, bitches? You seen Afghanistan, bitches? Seen Pakistan? Seen and Yemen? We're gonna come to Europe. Your- what you want to complain? Want to complain? Did I? And oh, by the oh, way, you
2: complain? Sub messages. And by the way, we leave. Let, let if you're gonna be duplicitous and say one thing and and do another. Ah, maybe it gets out once in a while.
0: Yeah, so, you know, it's the way it goes. And that's
2: basically all that was going on here was just a bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes that needed to get out. It got out, and assholes like the Fox News Network that were against it, they want to censor the news? What is with these people? I mean, that woman should be ashamed of
0: herself to be a newscaster. She's obviously just a bimbo. You know, and and I went through I went through the documents that were released because, of course, not everything's been released, right? It's like we no, don't. E- it's coming out piece of a Yeah, it. but you know, I read it. It's like, so what? You know, it's nothing that we yes, haven't discussed on so the so show. What? But it's, I it's, got
2: a couple things though that are kind of interesting, and I want to finish since we're on this topic. I do since you brought Hillary up and the fact that you know she's obviously a she's a bag. target. She's a well, yeah, she's a total total. Chem. Oh, not a chemtrail. Now you
3: have to. <laughs>
2: Now you have to play the John Stewart on WikiLeaks thing which does mention her again lighthearted way, but it is pretty funny.
5: <laughs> what has Assange been Dyson wrought? Cables that Uh, reportedly show Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Condoleezza uh, Rice before her ordered U.S. embassies and intelligence services to gather private information
1: on U.N. leaders and diplomats. Yemen's President Saleh telling uh, General David Petraeus about strikes in Yemen will continue saying the bombs are ours, not yours.
5: German Chancellor Merkel avoids risk and is rarely creative. Afghan President Karzai is driven by paranoia. Dmitry Medvedev plays Robin to Mr. Putin's Batman. Ahmadinejad is Hitler. Italy's foreign minister is calling this leak a diplomatic 9-11. Well, then he's a idiot. I mean, not for nothing. But if this is the diplomatic 9-11, sack up. I'll give you its diplomatic mischief night, maybe. But most of the in there is non-policy chit-chat and things we already knew. And quite frankly, Ahmadinejad is Hitler? I think he might take that as a compliment. A peace offering towards a detente. I mean, transparency is a good thing. Government wrongdoing should be ferreted out. Although, just because something's secret doesn't necessarily mean it's nefarious. How's Secretary of State Hillary Clinton dealing with the blowback.
6: Madam Secretary, uh, are you embarrassed by these leaks personally,
5: professionally? Is she embarrassed? Were you alive in the 90s? <laughs> Do you have any idea who you're dealing with? You know she's married to this guy, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: all right. okay, so uh, so so let's let me just sum it up with the following. My, so, clearly, Pentagon released this. Clearly to, uh, to reach a number, uh, to achieve a number of goals. One, embarrass uh, Secretary of State. Maybe she's not doing a good sales job on, uh, on rockets and crap we've got to put everywhere. Might with, not be selling with, enough with this, missiles. Yeah, with the START treaty and all that. Maybe, maybe she has her own agenda. But definitely, without a doubt, the military-industrial complex is out there saying, hey, you may not like us, but screw you because you got to deal with us because we are the power, and that's that 's literally what the guy is saying so uh, so well, Gates said too Gates said it the the Pentagon spokeshole is saying it, so it 's clearly everybody's impressive. saying it, but Fox <laughs> well the, the, the guy is saying it on fox, so that 's kind of good the fun, the thing that uh, that made me laugh the loudest though uh, is uh, so of course Julian assange. Uh you know so there's an Interpol red alert which yeah. which means nothing by the way you know the Interpol can't charge it can't make any country arrest him uh, Sweden asked Interpol to put him on the list and only countries that have an extradition with Sweden which I'm sure is a lot I haven't looked it up uh, only they can actually arrest him and then extradite him so it's not like, it's not like Interpol is like hunting him down with agents and you know and and this is still about molestation charges not rape charges so that's totally bogus that's you know that's just to to give the guy some credibility i guess but the funny thing was uh christine assange his mom is worried about her son's well-being as australia's government joined the united states in launching an investigation do you know what she does uh, uh his mom no but this i'm sure is a good one she runs a puppet theater (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs>
11: <laughs> wow
0: i like okay the
11: theater, could it get good. any better
0: than that yeah symbolic <laughs> it's
11: a you fractal run.
0: but regarding the media john um uh, you know i think the memo went out everyone's like you play this up we got to make this a big deal uh, we, you know and they didn't do any of this the first time around when they released all the uh, the Iraq documents, it, yeah, it wasn't well, I think, that big.
2: This, yeah, I think this is definitely leading up to the bank memos, which is going to oh, shake. Yes, st- st-
0: exactly. And and people made a lot of money on just the news, and then when Bank of America came out said, "No, we have we've had no contact at all with uh, with the Sands," then all of a sudden the stock price went up again, and people made some money there just on a little blip. However, there is a link in the show notes at noagendashow.com com under uh, the Ministry of Truth and the subheading WikiLeaks. You should go look at the murals at the Bank of America in—they're in, uh, they're in uh, North Carolina, their headquarters. It could not be more creepy. They've got uh, all kinds of—you uh, know—burning bushes, people hanging on puppet strings. Uh, all kinds of thirty uh, third degree Mason symbolism. It's it's in fact it's it reminds me a lot of the Denver Airport stuff. It's yeah, re- well, that's really yeah, that creepy. was the
2: the, you know, the company that took over the Bank of America, which actually was a San Francisco based company it took for years. Uh, oh, originally, really? the, originally the Bank of Italy turned into the Bank right, of America. That's right. That's World's right. World's largest bank for a while, while in San Francisco, while headquartered, and then this these, one of these scam artists, I, I would say. Mainly because they ruined the Bank of America and they changed the colors and the logo and everything in between out of out of North Carolina and um, uh, they're kind of like the way uh, you know uh, the old AT and T was re pieced together by Southwestern Bell S B or not by South S B C and uh, yeah I guess that's Southwestern Bell and they you know they bought a Pacific uh, tele pacific telephone and telegraph they bought up all these little companies all over the country and then renamed themselves at&t right uh so they could keep that building in san francisco which is a cia you know building of some sort <laughs> you think and uh, <laughs> some sort so that I means so this has been going on but the, you know the bank of america is just, it became a crappy bank when these guys i mean a crappy bank i refuse to do business with them um when, once they were taken over by this group in South Carolina, the customer service is not there anymore. It's a mess. And I, it doesn't surprise me. There's something fishy about it. One of the things I want to do, again, to get a few clips out of the way, if nothing else, we did learn a few weird little tidbits which have been confirming what we've been saying on the show all along. And the one clip that I played earlier, the first John Stewart clip, you must you may have missed it, but they did have a quickie in there about Yemen. Yeah, yeah. Where the guy said, "Well, you know, we'll we'll take credit for the bombs. You know, we'll say we dropped bombs." I did hear that. Bombs.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, yeah,
2: our bombs. And we in talked Yemen. about this bombing of of Yemen by the U.S. and the invasion by the United States already about what six months ago. Yeah. Remember when Yemen was first started coming up in the conversation before they even came up with the Al Qaeda thing? We had people documenting the fact that we were there doing something yeah. up north. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of documented. Uh there's uh, the the other weird thing that took place uh was a, I think the BBC report on on Putin and Russia where they dug out of the WikiLeaks thing was worth listening to because it resulted in Putin coming on the Larry King show last
0: night. Yeah, you know, I I started to watch that and, and I'd already done uh, my 3 hours of uh, congressional hearings which I'll get into later. Uh it, it was very annoying to me because you get you know the split screen. They've clearly post edited this to take out all the interpretation stuff. You can't hear Putin. You get this horrible translator. No, and the I, translator's the worst. And I, ju- I just couldn't watch it. It was just. But I'm glad you did, so I didn't have to. Well,
2: I, there I was a couple of it. things that came out of it. But first, if we could play these two, I'll be you know the second half sure. of the shows. I was going to be a lot of your clips. But uh, first, I want to play the WikiLeaks BBC take on Russia, which I thought was was very interesting. Not again, nothing that we don't really know. But it's interesting the way it's it's presented
4: the world's biggest country and Europe's major energy supplier. The candid assessment by Spanish judge and mafia expert Jose Grinda gonzalez is quoted in a cable from the U.S. Embassy in Madrid, released by The Guardian tonight. The judge claims that Russia has become a virtual mafia state, so that one can't differentiate between the activities of the government and organized crime groups. And the strategy is to use OC, or organized crime groups, to do whatever the government can't acceptably do as a government. The judge cites, without elaborating, the mysterious case of the Russian cargo ship Arctic Sea, which went astray last year, as a clear example of arms trafficking, an allegation Russia has always fiercely rejected. And he describes as accurate the thesis of the poisoned spy Alexander Litvinenko of links between Russian intelligence and the mafia. But to the key question, the judge reportedly has no answer, the extent to which Russian Prime Minister Putin is implicated in the Russian Russian Mafia, and whether he controls them. Mr Putin himself has been clear of his verdict so far on WikiLeaks, slander. No doubt these latest allegations will reinforce that. There are plenty of rumours about the Russian state and organised crime. It's another thing to prove it, and these cables don't do that. But what is interesting here is that we're eavesdropping on the views of a Spanish Mafia busting judge, and glimpsing the intense interest of the American government on this subject. A sensitive issue that will place new strains on their relationship and that neither the Americans nor Russians will be happy about being exposed in this way. Bridget Kendall, BBC News. Right. A long-awaited report on That's ways good. to pass yeah, the yeah, United yeah, yeah. States. Kill, kill.
7: Yeah, I'm killing, I'm killing.
2: Yeah, okay, so... Um... So then Putin comes on and he goes on and blah, blah, blah. He's very boring, I have to say. Sh-
0: well, Larry King is boring. Well, now, Mr. Putin... So uh, uh Mr. 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 Prime Minister. Mr. Prime Minister.
2: Okay, now I only have one thing there. I got a couple of clips. So there's only one that's important because it was like. Well, you want the teaser first, just so we can Oh, the teaser's teaser. good. Now, yeah. the, by the way, in it, within this teaser is the real reason Putin was on. That's it. Tell we me will if you're. ask, you could ask the out. Uh,
1: Prime Minister about Afghanistan and other things. Ask him about George Bush's new book. Ask him as well about whether the World Cup might come to uh, Moscow in 2018.
0: Oh, there it is. It's the only thing that counted was the World Cup, which they got. He spent one third of the interview discussing this, and they got it. It was announced this morning. They got well, it. Well, there you have it. They it was got Larry it. King that put it over. Yeah, they totally got it. Uh, it, it that's amazing. It went on and on
2: about how <laughs> it's so bad that FIFA is being
0: maligned. These people are good people. Did you? It, but did weir- you? Did you read the story about FIFA, the, Federa- the Federation of International Football Associations? This huge scandal where all these guys on the inside were paid tens of millions of pounds. According to Putin, it was just all lies. It's all lies, I tell you. There's nothing. So he goes on about that's
2: all lies. They get the thing the next day. (laughs) The next
0: day, literally. Good work, Larry King. Yeah, hey, Larry's going to be up front and center, man. I tell you, well, he's got some good seats. He's for that got thing. some great seats. All right, what's the, so of course okay, the So the only thing, one
2: though. that was interesting is that I, I
0: think, you know,
2: because I'm always listening to this stuff going, yeah, yeah, we know this. But then once in a while, somebody says something that's like, well, I didn't know that. Did you know this? Play the Putin bomb on Afghanistan and tell me you knew this.
11: Well, you know, I would think that the international coalition in Afghanistan today is carrying out an important and positive mission. We cannot and shall not uh, be present there militarily ourselves, but we've been rendering assistance both to the American partners and other partners of the international coalition in Afghanistan in various uh, ways and means. We have agreed to ensure transit, and we've been doing that, including not only by air, but also by surface. We've been relating uh, important, uh, pertinent uh, information. Including we have uh, got it through our special services, which you have uh, mentioned uh, a few minutes earlier. This could be related to an absolute positive uh, side of our interaction. There were instances when our helicopter flyers took out American and Dutch uh, military stuff. Huh. from the battlefield uh, being uh, fired on uh, by the enemy. And there are other means uh, to support the international efforts in Afghanistan. For example, assisting the government in office and the armed forces of Afghanistan. This is a whole set, a big set of joint work there. We count on the fact that this effort will uh, bear positive fruit.
0: Uh, let's discuss uh, the former... Let's discuss something else. So, uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that the Russians were helping us to that degree. I didn't either. This was all news to me. Of course, nobody in the mainstream media
2: picked up any of it. I didn't read anything afterwards. I just thought it was weird.
0: Breaking from the BBC, Swedish authorities have issued a fresh arrest warrant for WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Following a procedural error with the first now, one. Yeah. Hey, you
2: know why this is going to heat up? Mm. they should have never let it drop the bomb about the banks those guys are serious oh yeah no they will kill you yeah they, they will totally kill you
0: yeah no that's uh
2: here's a good movie by the way put you might want to put it on the list of movie guys uh is an alert here uh it's about international banking called the international
0: yeah uh, no it's uh i saw this yeah it's not a great film it's, it's the one with um uh clive owens yeah, and it but it's about, you know, it's about this. It's a good film and and there's mafia in there as well and it but it really shows you how the banks really all they do is finance and traffic money for weapons. That's what they're there for. The it was the BI it was based on a true story I think actually. Wasn't it based on the uh yeah. BCI or whatever the it be? Yeah, yeah. And I think part of it was based on a true story. The Bank Commerce interne- the, Remember the big scandal the BCCI? Yeah, I, think I, it was BCI. I remember. Yeah. But the the bank these bankers are serious. I mean, this is huge, billions and
2: billions of dollars involved here, and they don't want to be, you know, they you're don't. messing with some nasty guys. I mean, the State Department is one thing, but, you know. You don't, you don't know, want to mess not, with the
0: banks, man. You're
2: not pulling out any <laughs> CIA secrets anyway or anything that's important. And even if it was, it's was already over. The I mean, the book uh, it's, uh, Legacy of Ashes has all that hey, stuff. Hey, man, nobody, that's
0: just not funny about us, man. Nobody, nobody, nobody cares that much.
2: The bankers are in doing it now. They, need, they don't
0: need this aggravation. All right, so I think that's enough about WikiLeaks. God, um, yes, yeah, I'm I'm kind of done with it. Um, so I was out there, John, looking for um, anything else that could be going on, and uh, there are a couple things. One is the passing in the Senate of the HR five hundred one, which of course is the food safety law. Now, uh, obviously, putting uh, uh, the protection of our food uh, squarely at the feet of Homeland Security, where food belongs. Let's be honest. So uh, this is the uh, this is huge. This means they get to uh, raid everybody. You know, organic. I mean, well, they're doing that now anyway. Right, but now, but now it's uh, the bill is passed in the Senate. Although the uh, the House may block this over some uh, procedural error. So I guess there are some good guys on the inside trying to turn that back. But look at S five one zero, Senate Bill five hundred and ten, the Food Safety Bill. Uh, we saw this coming. Uh, we saw it with, uh, oh, all of a sudden, eggs are going to kill you. And all, the, oh, we've got salmonella everywhere. Oh, we have to protect the slaves. Oh, this would be very, very afraid. Oh, we need to protect you Americans. Oh, so now Department of... Yeah, by the way, that, make a note. That's the opening clip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's... Uh, it, But it's sickening that uh, the Department of Homeland Security, which did not exist a few years ago, is now in charge of our food. This is the biggest... Uh, overhaul of food and well, I have uh, in, looked at in, in this. Well, wh- what
2: section does it give them any powers whatsoever? I thought it was all going to the FDA. Oh no, 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 no!
0: It it clearly states Department of Homeland Security. Oh, this is about our security. This is it's 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 all about it. This is how it's being sold to you. It's not only the safety that uh, that of course this this crap that is passed off as food is actually produced properly, which probably isn't is a necessary evil at this point. But it's about, you know, someone uh, putting poison into our food. And, oh, no, it's, all, it's Department of Homeland Security. And if you pull up five, uh, S510 you, and just search for DHS, you'll, you'll see it. Uh, and we've been over this many times. So that was one that, uh, and, I've, and by the way, plenty of links in the show notes, noagendashow.com, so you can uh, go follow up on that. A um, uh, couple other things happening, uh, and I'll get into this one later. the uh, The climate conference kicking off in uh, Cancun, Mexico. But I want, yeah, party town. Yeah, I want to kick. The, I want to keep that as a separate topic for a second half of the show. Um, the one that bothered me the most was the report, and the the vote was supposed to come yesterday. In fact, it was a mandate on the National Commission on Fiscal Responsibility and Reform. It was a mandate that they had to have a vote by uh, Wednesday, December 1st, and uh, they, well, we're not quite ready, we'll do it on Friday, whatever. It was funny, because if you go to the website, still states, you know, no later than December 1st, you will have a report. So they released their report, and it was very, very boring. Uh, in fact, I have zero sound clips, but their report is uh, fascinating. It's about uh, 47 pages long, and this is... Um, In fact, I think they did a very smart thing. Unlike Greece, unlike Ireland, unlike what is still to come, which is uh, Portugal and Spain, and probably Germany and the United Kingdom and all of Europe, um, they didn't have government officials come out and say, all right, slaves, listen up, here's what we're going to do. You're all going to get screwed. No, instead, they um, had a, a, a bipartisan commission, which I pulled a couple of bios just for us to laugh at, a bipartisan commission Uh, who uh, were installed as the sales guys to sell in what they call, and literally the report, John, is titled, The Moment of Truth. (laughs) It could not get any funnier. And these are the austerity measures that are going to be put upon the American people. In fact, in the the actual conversations, which were televised on C-SPAN, which I watched in its entirety, I'm glad somebody did. Sometimes they misspoke and would say, this bill, instead of this report. Because this is the bill. This, oh. They will take this report. It'll, they need 14 of the 18 members of the committee, 14 votes. If they have the 14 votes, it gets introduced into um, into Congress. And, of course, it'll go back and forth. It'll change. It'll morph. So they start at 47 pages. Watch it grow to 2,000. And in this thing, John, it's unbelievable. 15, uh, 15% uh, extra tax per gallon on uh, gasoline. Uh, well, you know, uh, we know that uh, uh, government uh, energy sources have to be sold at cost to the human resources. Well, we can't do that anymore. We're just going to have to charge more money for uh, energy. I mean, and and of course, the whole thing is clouded under this lie of well, you know, where we have to fix um, we have to fix the uh, social security, which is inherently broken. So uh, you'll work until you're 69. By the way, that's not you, John. This is the entire elitist fraction of the world who is your uh, actual uh, generation, the baby boomers, Cover, I know most of them covering <laughs> covering their own ass so that they so that they get out and when they're sick and old and ill they'll be taken care of and people like me and my child will get screwed. Well, it's, Mimi it, always likes to say that she's right on the
2: on the other the wrong side of the line that's going to be drawn. Well, I certainly
0: am. Oh yeah, you're you're fucked. But now let's Yeah, totally. Thank you so much. But now <laughs> but now let's just look at this uh Uh, You can find it at fiscalcommission.gov, the National Commission on Fiscal Responsibility and Reform. And, uh, you know, you can look there at the mandate, and it's all lies. Like, you know, there will be a report, there will be a vote, which, you know, they just delayed it. Ah, we're not ready for the vote yet. Because they don't have have all the votes, see? Because there's one or two people on there who are not completely with the program. So then I'm like, let me look at these members, because, you know, this is supposed to be a bipartisan thing. So we've got Bacchus on there. We've got uh, Tom Coburn. I think is probably uh, the guy who who's, who I like the most. Um, and 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 they went around the table at the, at the final thing last night, and you know, and they all congratulating each other. Your leadership is so great. You know, I'm like puke, can I had a bucket. Yeah, they dig overdo that. Oh, no, your leadership, your leadership. We want to thank you for your thank great, you for your wonderful great. leadership yeah, and your, your leadership. pretty too. Yeah, exactly. So, but listen to a couple of the, so they had not just all politicians on there, uh, but on this uh, committee, we had uh, the the true Minister of Defense, David Cody. Do you know who he is? No. Now you got me. He is the Chairman and CEO of Honeywell International, who ran uh, TRW as well. So this is the true Minister of Defense. So he's in there protecting uh, the uh, military-industrial complex's interest because it's all about the money. We have to just, whatever we do, let's not cut military spending. Yeah, we're going to cut security spending. Yeah, right, whatever. Yeah, now military spending is
2: about, what, how many X times? I know it's more than twice as much as it was when we were fighting it's Russia.
0: It's everything. It's it's if, if we just brought everyone home and stopped that bullshit, it, we wouldn't have a problem. Then we have <coughs> Ann Fudge. And Fudge. What? And Fudge. Her name is Ann Fudge? Yes. And even funnier, she's African-American, just to make it funnier. Oh. Ann Fudge, former CEO of Young and Rubicam. So she, of course, is the, account- uh, the Ministry of Truth. She's the PR person. Right? She's, she's got to advise. Young and Rubicam an b- p- p- uh, accounting firm? No, Young and Rubicam is uh, advertising. I think it was the firm. Is it no 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 no. and she comes from a long oh, yeah, okay. line of uh of right. uh, gitmo uh she's the pr girl yeah Just gmo snacks <laughs> she's, she's, she comes to, from her as food. much as possible oh yeah she's the PR girl. and she's also uh on the board of oh general electric oh i want how, how can i wonder you if ann it? fudge is friends with faith popcorn <laughs> they should be but she's on the board of uh general electric that uh, makes sense of course then we've got... Um, Alice. They're all interlinked. That's, a, that's yeah, actually a that's, good connection That's right there. the whole thing. Alice yeah. Rivlin, Senior Fellow of the Brookings Institute. Okay, nice. Then we've got Andrew Stern, the uh, President Emeritus of the Service Employees International Union, the SEIU, a, 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 a proven thief. And he, of course, is uh, in charge of the Ministry of Slaves. And then I look at and so I'm like, okay, so they've got all their shields in there. But then I'm like, you know, why don't I look at a couple of these other people? So we've got uh, Senator. Let me see. I think his name is uh, yeah, Senator Mike Crapo. He is uh, oh Crapo. Crapo. Do you know what? He, do you know
2: wait. who Mike Crapo is? Re- I think we may have talked about him in the past. I don't now off the top of my head. I don't well, recall. Well, he is him.
0: a direct descendant of the founders of General Motors. Direct descendant. Of the of the Crapo brothers who started General Motors. Okay. Do you think there's any, any conflict of interest there? Nah. Nah. Then we've got one of the co-chairs. This guy was the funniest one. Erskine Bowles. Erskine Bowles. Nice name. And I'd never heard of this guy before. He was the chief of staff to President Clinton back in the day. By the way, he's from North Carolina, so there's a Bank of America uh, connection there. And he's from Morgan Stanley, and uh, as I said, he uh, he worked for um, he worked for Clinton, uh, and he is a board a member of the board of directors of General Motors. Oh my gosh, it's amazing how the, how how can this be? This this bipartisan committee commission. <laughs> and then there's Alan K. Simpson. So much for
2: Obama's boys not being all intertwined with the military-industrial complex and big business.
0: Completely,
2: completely. So all you progressives out there, pay attention.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the, so the whole thing was filled with shills, and they come out with a report which is literally called the moment of truth, and it is uh, exactly what um, Greece got. It's exactly what Ireland got. We're going to sell off our land, by the way. We're going to sell off our federal bill. It's, it's the same thing. And, then, and I'm listening to this, and they're talking about the, um, you know, this, all this money we owe. I think, actually, I saw Dennis Miller on... Uh, he had like a Thanksgiving Day thing. It was like an hour-long thing on HBO. It was a special. And uh, he said something which I thought was kind of funny. Um, he said, you know, we, we owe all this money to people. Why don't we just say fuck them and just not pay him? Which I thought was kind of funny. And, and, and I'm thinking that because everyone talks about, you know, we owe the most money to China. We owe China the most money. It turns out that of the $9 trillion we owe not even four million is owed to china or trillion a trillion i'm sorry million trillion um so yeah they they are the biggest uh creditor but it's not even half and so who do we who do we owe the rest to well all these other foreign countries but then everyone's like well all these countries are in trouble i'm thinking well wait a minute if everyone's in debt to everybody else, and now apparently China is also in financial problems, who actually lent us all this money? And the answer is quite simple: it is the international banks, and the banks are holding us hostage. And I think we should take a, a cue from Dennis Miller and say, "Fuck them! You're not getting your money because it's, it's, we don't owe it to China. We owe it to banks in yeah. China. We owe it That's to a- banks in Europe. We owe it to banks." banks yeah yeah the and, banks who run the that that is
2: not going to happen of course no of course not uh because we are the bank we're also the bank that's what's kind of overlooked in the equation of of just saying no to the debt we want to keep that debt because it's, it's just money in somebody's pockets many of whom are rich americans i mean it, this is not uh, the, the the fix is in on this deal uh-huh. the, the problem is is that it's not it's, the, the debt's not the issue the, the issue is that we've got no, nobody working the whole economy's in the toilet. It's going to stay that way for the next ten years. They say so
0: they admit it. More well, often with than the moment with the moment of truth memo, yes, it'll stay in the toilet for the next ten years. Yeah, that's they, what they, they want. They're going to fire hundreds of thousands of uh, government employees. Fire them literally. Well, th- well, how's that going to help? You know, I I mean, I'm all for for downsizing government, but that's going to help. They're if, not going
2: to implement this thing anyway.
0: No, of course they're not going. They're going to bitch about it forever. I will say that uh, the Federal Reserve, uh, and this, by the way, was the information that a Bloomberg reporter was killed over. I think, by the way, what you, I
2: think you're going to discuss, which is the huge amount of money we've been giving overseas. Yes,
0: exactly. Uh, is
2: uh, w- really one of the main things that was covered up by the uh, WikiLeaks memo.
0: Exactly. And it's uh, over $3 trillion. I heard it was nine. I, I mean, who knows what's true, right? This is the Wall Street Journal. We gave it to Dexia AG, a Belgian bank. We gave it to Commerce Bank AG, a yeah, German bank. Out foreign we gave it banks, Barclays PLC, the British bank. Uh, we just, we gave, we, you, John, you, and I gave this money to foreign bankers. So it, is this not exactly the problem? This is exactly this is exactly it. And I just want people. If you get if you if you take away anything from this show, the illusion is being created that the boogeyman is out there, and if we don't pay back the debt, we're going to get clobbered by him. Now, if we said to China, screw you, we're not paying you back, China's not going to come and invade us. They need us to buy their iPhones. and this, You, know, the, you have to see it in a much larger perspective. But the, but the banking system, these guys, and the system in general, which includes the Federal Reserve, which includes all central banks, they are really holding us hostage. I just you just need to keep that in mind because that is the true problem of what's happening right now is the monetary system. Gold, by the way, about to hit fourteen hundred dollars once again today.
2: Um, so, is relative, you could make more money investing in lead.
0: <laughs> the uh, I did get a nice note from. Uh, we have like three listeners in Get Monation, Stinky Cheese, in uh, France, and. Uh, our buddy Tristan, because, uh, you know, they had the the soccer, the for, the former soccer star said, hey, let's do a bank run on December 7th. Yeah. So Christine Lagarde, who looks like an elitist bitch, uh, was interviewed in France. I put the link in the show notes so you can watch it if you understand French. Uh, but she basically said, he does his job, I do mine. I don't play soccer, I won't take the risk to try. It's not his first provocation. He is a great soccer player. That's not the reason to follow his every suggestion. Shut up, you slave! And everyone's uh, all—that's <laughs> not bad. Yeah, I am pretty good.
2: Should do the French guy more
0: often. Yeah, I'll, women, I'll, I'll Whatever you are doing, I'll try. So, um, anyway, that's that's a lot of the stuff that was uh, that was going on while everyone else was watching the uh, the WikiLeaks coverage. Uh, we were totally getting screwed. And the sales team is out there to sell you... I mean, if you... Again, it was too boring to play because you, you, no one talked for less than six minutes. But if you listen to how these guys are talking, it's like, you know, the American dream is not a Chevrolet or Cadillac. The American dream is not owning your own house. The American dream is passing on a better America to our children. Save the children. We ha- It's hard choices we got to make now. It's like for two years what longer than two we've been like hey you know everyone's like we can't we got to stop this we we can't keep borrowing money to go kill brown people in other countries which is discussed no instead social security has to change uh we have to uh raise taxes indirect taxes by the way we have to lower corporate taxes which uh makes sense but we're going to raise the cost of living everywhere. That is what's hidden in this The Moment of Truth memo. Please go read this because this is what you'll be. If you're not going to deal with it, your kids will deal with it. And it's, it was just disgusting to watch and all the backslapping, and then the whole thing filled with shills and corporate interests made me nauseous. Well, don't forget the other overlooked story here, which uh, I actually
2: have a clip on this kind of. Which is our guy in Oregon. The patsy set up as the Al-Qaeda, you know, the bonehead, the idiot that was like uh, worked by the FBI. Yeah. And that story is still developing. Um, you got a clip? Well, I got the Judge Napolitano. The, the, the Judge Napolitano, by the way, on Fox is, is going to be, I don't know why, they put him on uh, Fox Business right across from O'Reilly. And they they get on each other's shows, which is kind of odd. It's almost like they're competing with each other. Uh, it's it's they've took him from the weekend to to a daily show. It's just basically all about the Constitution and the illegal the this and unconstitutional that. And he has a lot of documentation to show that every, almost everything we're doing is against essentially against the Constitution, you know, unconstitutional against the law, whatever. Right, right, right. And so he gets into these arguments. And he starts off with a clip from the O 'Reilly show on this guy when, where he 's defending the guy because the guy 's been set up, and o 'Reilly is just promoting again, like the rest of Fox, promoting thought crimes as a, as an actual you know, an instrument of justice, but just play the, the Politano.
1: that's not the proper role of government because if government right. can do and this to him, back on theory again, because, because we said one. If it is apparent, and I believe it will be, because I don't think Holder, a very liberal guy, the attorney general is going to put his neck on the line, all right, and saying we didn't, we gave him out. But you still, and I believe you were telling the truth. You still, because you are a stubborn guy, would vote to acquit the man, even if the tape showed he. Wanted wanted to kill these people, or a child molester wanted to rape the kid.
0: To- so I th- I think I can add some color here because um, uh, the attorney for this kid is saying, hey, you know, it's well known that the first contact you make with, certainly with someone who's 19 years old, the first contact is really important what's said there because you kind of lay the groundwork and that first contact is where the recording equipment failed, and now uh, the attorney is, say, is asking the judge to mandate that the, d- that the faulty recording equipment be brought in and examined f- what exactly went wrong. And I think that's what, uh, what this conversation is about. Well, actually, right? where
2: he goes on, back it up just a little bit, where he goes on to say, the, I think um, Napolitano makes the point that what we're talking about here are thought crimes that uh, O'Reilly's
1: promoting as a good thing. You are a stubborn guy, would vote to acquit the man even if the tape showed he wanted to kill these people or a child molester wanted to rape the kid. Wanting you, to do evil that's is right. not a crime, but it is a, a pre- thought. We don't publish, no. punish thoughts in this but country. The Supreme Court has ruled you wrong on it. Because you read half the quote. The rest of the quote is if the government planted the seed in his mind, he's not. If you guilty. are on the.
0: You know what he is? He's the new Beck. Beck has to go because Beck has become crazy. <laughs> he is crazy. Yeah, no, and I, I think this is the new Beck. That's why he's on. He's taking Beck's slot on O'Reilly, by the way. And and this is all meant to just confuse your little brain. Is well, more? it does that for sure, but the problem is he's on Fox Business, which nobody watches.
2: And he to replace Beck is is you know is so far down the road. I don't think he's going to be long for the network. Because,
0: ah, so this is well, I will, yeah, two but, part play. I mean, it's what, what,
2: on the list of predictions. You now think that the is actually going to yes, move out. Yes, I think he's
0: going to move. Up. I think he's going to move out. I, I think he. First of all, Fox News could new, uh, Fox Business News could use the rating, so they need to pr- cross promote him. Uh, that's always important, but he, I watch uh, Judge napolitano from time to time, and I think he's the new Beck. I think he is the new guy. He has better credibility. Beck has played out. He's done. He's wasted. It's over. It's just you know he's published I, all and he's books. repetitious he's and he's completely the blackboard. He's got too old. much money he's and lost. he's not a judge. He's not a
2: judge. No, he's not even a college grad. Yeah. All right. Now, former Representative Bob Barr, Bob,
0: welcome. Do you want that? Do you want Bob Barr?
2: Yeah, no, this is good too. You know, Bob Barr's the guy who ran as the Libertarian guy. We, he was an ex congressman. He is uh, in kind of in the same uh, camp as uh, as uh, Ron Paul in terms of his thoughts. Uh-huh. And you remember him if you saw him. He's a very dull person, unfortunately. He's
0: independent, right? Isn't he independent? Yeah, he's an independent. Yeah. He's
2: very. And he's, but he's a very. But he's a Libertarian classic. Uh, one of the few guys that makes any sense at all, and he's. A, yeah, I, I, I like the guy. And he's, he makes sense here too
1: the Freedom Watch. You, you are not only a former member of Congress. You are the former United States Attorney for the District of Georgia. You are the former Chief Federal Prosecutor for the State of Georgia. You were also a prosecutor of President Clinton's impeachment trial. Question, Mr. Former Prosecutor, lover of the Constitution, how does the government decide who to target when it wants to set somebody up?
0: Yeah. In, 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 just interjecting here, John, because I liked your whole theme about thought crimes and that uh, O'Reilly is basically propagating that. There is an actual uh, thought crime uh, department within uh, DHS, Department of Homeland Security. Did you know this? Yeah, I think we talked about it before. I have the, I have a little bit of the commercial for their thought crime machine. Why don't you interrupt what we're doing and play it? <laughs> This is their commercial. uh, This is not Jeff Smith's commercial. (laughs) No. Under the
9: Future Attribute Screening Technologies, or FAST program, the Department of Homeland Security is developing innovative physiological and behavioral screening technologies to streamline the screening process at security checkpoints.
0: Hey, this sounds good, doesn't it, Johnny Boy? I like it. Behavioral at checkpoints. In support of this
9: program, Battelle has partnered with industry leaders, Farber Specialty Vehicles, and Draper Laboratories. Yeah, invest in those guys. To design and develop a portable research facility for the development and demonstration of innovative security screening technologies. The Fast Demonstration Laboratory. The mobility of the Fast Demonstration Laboratory allows security officials to quickly and efficiently establish security boundaries at any location, making it useful for everything from large sporting events, border crossings, or
0: airports. Isn't this exactly what we predicted? The only thing that that they're leaving out is school? Uh, Yeah, school's got to go in there, too. School? We need this at school. The Screening
9: Mobile Module provides a <laughs> checkpoint to establish or supplement security facilities at
0: points of entry. <laughs> at special events, attendees pass... Special events. At special events, John. Like uh, conferences. Uh, Super Bowl, too. Yeah, Super Bowl,
9: with sure. The Screening Mobile Module. The unique low-floor trailer design
0: ensures accessibility for... All right. all so so you can watch the whole what video. What do you think this thing costs? Oh. <laughs> It's going to cost tons. But it's not It's not just for the government. It's for special events. Oh, yeah. It's for special events. You know, I was talking to us. We s- haven't had an incident
2: for nine years. Not <laughs> one crummy incident. In World War Two, millions millions of people were killed. We didn't have this kind of crackdown on, on 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 liberty. Millions.
0: But it's not seen as a crackdown on liberty. It's seen as a boost oh, up sorry. on I, revenues. I guess I'm
2: misinterpreting
0: it. It's a boost up on revenues. It's how we're going to make tons of money that's what it's about it's this and the identity management industry and and by the way that's what that whole moment of truth memo is about everyone was in there protecting their interests hey okay so let's make sure we don't mess with any of our weapons programs okay uh that's good now let's just uh, let's just make sure that whatever we do we just take the money from the slaves that's uh, that's all that's uh, important um u.s embassy in kuala lumpur is now taking biometrics for people who apply for visas with uh, palm scans, hmm. so that just uh, kind of
2: uh, ups the Annie
0: ups the Annie yep um, what what I found uh fascinating is I got a, a picture email to me <clears throat> from a from the Department of Homeland Security <clears throat> and uh, it's someone's green card they, um, the, they no, email they don't email they mail the green card in a Faraday cage envelope uh, lined with, uh, I guess, aluminum foil. And it actually says, we recommend use of this envelope to protect your new card and to prevent wireless communication with it. So there's proof that uh, Department of Homeland Security is using RFID technology to track people uh, who have this card on them. Hmm. And, and literally the envelope is you can see the picture of the envelope is a picture with foil on the inside. And uh, you know you should use this envelope to protect your new card to prevent wireless communication with it until, of course, uh, it's time for us to take a look at it, you stupid slave. Hmm. Interesting. So it's it's just rampant. It's just rampant. And of course, if we can have thought crime machines out there, John, which is what this back to your clip, that's all the better that's all the better we just need more ways to make money on this it's it, it's not even people doing this don't even realize that they're infringing on on basic human rights because they're they're exempt from it they don't they don't care it's just about making money tons of money you want to go back to your clip yeah p- finish it off
6: well, it's it's a complex issue, but one that the Supreme Court really needs to come to grips with, uh, Judge. Which is why I'm delighted that you've raised this very thorny issue, where you have a situation uh, in which the government itself controls basically the entire scenario in which a would-be terrorist or other would-be criminal uh, is operating, and therefore is uh, the government is able to prevent any crime from taking place. Uh, then they. try trumpet, uh, they, they found somebody and they thwarted this plot and so forth. It defies logic. They haven't thwarted anything. They have simply uh, given a, a press conference or news release about somebody that is entirely within their control. Where is the crime there? Well, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the, the actual charge against him,
1: Bob, is attempting to uh, designate or attempting to ignite or explode a weapon of mass destruction. In fact, the truck that he thought he was going to explode was filled with something like sawdust. So it was not a weapon of mass destruction. It was actually, literally, physically impossible for him to have done what the FBI claims he thought he was going to do. So if you define crime as harm, and if
6: there is no harm, why is this guy in jail? Uh, for two reasons, uh, essentially. One is because the war against uh, mind-altering drugs has simply gotten out of control, and a lot of the laws, a lot of the cases that have allowed the entrapment defense to be essentially gutted are because of our zeal to prosecute drug cases over the years. Secondly, it's because of the hysteria that has gripped this nation, Judge, since 9-11, in which we seem to have a citizenry, by and large, and a compliant government that says... Basically, anything that we do to protect you, the American people, anything that we do to get rid of terrorists is OK. So we wind up having essentially one set of constitutional concerns for right. terrorism cases in which the Constitution means nothing and another for other cases except for drug here, cases. Here, here's what really it, it, troubles me. And I, and I said it to
1: Bill O'Reilly last night and we, we ran some of the incendiary parts of uh, the interview in which Bill and I were going back and forth on this. The government targets people it hates, targets people it fears, or it targets an easy mark. But in all cases, it targets someone who causes no harm. Stated differently, if it could target this guy, it could target
0: Bill O'Reilly or Bob Barr or almost anybody. Or John C. Dvorak, for that matter. Or Adam Curry. Yep. But that's okay, because I'm the crackpot. I'm already deemed crazy. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go crazy on your ass after the, in the second half of the show, just to prove it. Because that's the only way that I'm guaranteed to stay alive and not be arrested for trying to detonate some sawdust. These targets, the the government
1: uh, induces them into their criminal activity over a course of years. It doesn't happen overnight. Why should the government be able to do this? Aren't there better things Uh, for the FBI to be doing to protect our freedoms? Yeah,
0: I totally agree. And uh, you watch Napolitano's rise. He's a rising star. I know media, John. This is how it works. He's a rising star. He's not. He might be, but I don't see him being a rising
2: star on uh, Fox the way Fox is headed. We'll see. We'll see. He, may, he could, you know, he could be dropped over someplace else. I mean,
0: I, I think he's a rising star, and I
2: think I, I think he's got. He's got his. I think he is too, but I just don't see Fox's current thinking. The way they're the direction they're headed, and you had that Megan clip and the rest of it. They're they're just on the wrong side of the issues, and uh, you know Beck, with notwithstanding, I mean Beck is like his own you know animal, and and he's just whatever he is. But he's hit wrong half the time, or kind of nutty about stuff.
0: I think it's time we should take our break. Well, so leading into that, uh, you asked early on, you know, what is the deal with the media, and how why are they also on board? And I just had a a – there was a very interesting article that I read uh, titled, Does the CIA CIA Control NPR and Other, Quote, Alternative Media? And it's a very interesting read, uh, and it's in the show notes, uh, noagendashow.com. It talks about specifically NPR, your national treasure, uh, with shows like Democracy Now! and publications like Mother Jones. And they lead a lot of this back to the financing of these organizations. And of course, we focus mainly on how uh, as certainly NPR and PBS are basically commercial entities and run commercials for huge organizations which have no business talking to the consumer, i.e. General Electric or Honeywell, or you know, who cares? And, you know, the, anyone watching those shows is not going to go out and buy a General Electric uh, th- fridge. In fact, they're not promoting fridges. They're saying, hey, look at us. We're great. We never forget about who we're really working for, which is to insinuate that they're working for you, the, the American people. But of course, it's not. They're working for uh, the, the elitist of the world. And then I come across uh, one of the, you know, who, 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 who funds by far the most? And the government is just a little piece of NPR and PBS's funding. Do you know who is a huge donor? To PBS, to the National Treasure?
2: Yeah. Who?
0: The Ford Foundation. Oh, yeah,
2: no, the Ford Foundation is. The Ford, that, that's a little uh, weird. We have to actually, before you go talk about them too much, I want you to do a little research on them because they're a weird left wing organization.
0: Very weird. Very it, very
2: weird, and you have to wonder what their agenda is and how they're related to the you know the corporate uh, superstructure that runs everything because it's 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 vague. Well, it, they have got to tons do, of <clears throat> money and they do have a lot of influence. I think it's like maybe it's a nothing to see here
0: operation. I'm not sure. No, because I look at their board of directors and uh, they've got nothing but lobbyists in there. The Rock Creek Group from Washington D.C. We've got uh, the vice chair for academic affairs. Uh, we've got uh, the Sonic Corporation. Who else do we have in here? We've got to, oh, Senior Director Goldman Sachs. Uh, these are all uh, board members of uh, uh, Infosys. Okay, beautiful uh, East End Advisors LLC, Planned Parenthood Federation of America, known eugenicists. You know, th- th- so the whole board is filled with people who have deep, deep, deep connections to. the workings of the country and uh, certainly washington but when you go into their grants database at the ford foundation um and you just type in you can search you just type in radio but you have to check the little box down at the bottom which says include non-initiative grants i have no idea what that means but when you click that that's when boom it's like $3 million here, $4 million there, all to NPR, all to uh, Association of Public Broadcasting Stations, there's page after page after page of hundreds of thousands, in some cases here, National Public Radio, $3 million. this is just in this past year, hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars going into funding your national treasure, and um they have some good tools there, John. We could uh, we could follow the rules and apply for a grant.
2: I'd take the money. They wouldn't <laughs> give it to us in a million years. No, you
0: wouldn't. You wouldn't take the money. You I really, would. You really wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. No. Because we have people who support this show out of the goodness of their heart and because we've changed their, really changed their lives we the realize think. one grant from this guy these guys would make
2: it would be 10 years of the kind of money we're getting Yeah, in. but then but then we would be talking about this would be like
0: Hey, uh, Curry. I'm from the Ford Foundation. Uh yeah, let's just have a little little chat here. We just want to talk to you for a few minutes about uh, Yeah. You know that story you guys were talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the folks up at the office, they really feel that maybe you guys should just not be talking about that. You know, it's just better for everybody that way. You know what I mean? Uh, Nice house you got here. You're renting, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be pretty unfortunate if you couldn't afford the rent anymore. Yeah. No, that would kind of suck. So no, John. So no, that's not <laughs> You got it.
2: You you
9: You're
0: are sure
2: the guy. By donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh, yeah, that'd be
0: fab. Yeah, on No Agenda. In the morning.
2: I want to start off by uh, uh bringing back into the picture uh, uh Matt Lacey, who uh, donated. He's one of the associate producers. sent an email in. And he, what he wants to do is he wants to call out Chris Mail for being a douchebag.
3: Oh, wow! Douchebag. Hell to yeah!
2: Hopefully, make him crack up during the takeoff landing procedures and get in trouble or something. And <laughs> if I get the Chinese ITM, I'll be in your
0: debt. Oh, okay. Wu. There you go. <laughs> You're in debt now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seshan Wu, everybody. Sean John Woo.
2: Okay. So, uh, and he also has a few other things going. He's going to be in town uh, at the cloud conference that's going on. I think it's coming up this coming week. I mean, sure. The sh- cloud
0: I conference. I should I be out there. there. I should be yeah. out there with a, with a cardboard sign. It's like, get off the cloud, you slaves. The cloud is evil. The end is nigh. John 16. <laughs>
2: Uh, we have a, a donation of, from Chris Engler, one of our uh, regulars, uh, uh, from Milton, Ontario. John, this is 100% of the profits from the Red No Agenda Dice. Oh, great. $14. 100% of the profits. That's $114 of dice. Kindly <laughs> and, announced you know this batch has been ordered and should ship for July 11th, ju- I'm sorry, January 2011 delivery. No Agenda Dice will be offering a third set in a different color.
0: And so, those dice uh, are great. They are nice. They're pretty. I think this should be cracked, though. I mean, it, it should have like it should be. They shouldn't be proper dice. It should, should, should have it has some like, wrong numbers on it. Yeah, that would be funnier. Have one. This is just all six or, or all, uh, all, threes,
2: fives, all all threes, all threes, and all sixes. Something you can't you throw seven every time. Uh, uh, we had an anonymous donation of hundred dollars from uh, Madison, New Jersey, Christopher Collins, Tokyo, Japan. Hello, Tokyo. Second, second donation. Thank you for the nonstop infotainment. Please send a birthday shout out to my son Yeah, we,
0: yeah we got that. We got Is he that on the list. That? Yeah, he's on the list.
2: Jonathan Whitfield, San Francisco, California, first-time donor. Apparently, fifty-five, fifty-five. Great show. It's depressing. No, it's not. It's not depressing. It's the height of humor. It's high humor. Yeah. But he says it's also entertaining, informative, and downright addictive. Plus, hearing Adam Curry laugh always makes me giggle too. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's because it's genuine, because I'm really laughing, and, and I'm only 46. Imagine when I'm John's age. <laughs>
2: Daniel Hutner, Murphy's, California. In the morning, John and Adam. On Sunday, uh, November 28th, my girlfriend and I took the BART train from Dublin, Pleasanton to Oakland to attend a Raider game. When I ex- exited the train, I noticed three DHS, Department of Homeland Security, police... That's a new one. There's so many police agencies in the Bay Area. It's ridiculous. That's my commenting. Anyway, he says he was watching them with the crowd pass by. He asked the Bart cop, another police agency, why there were Department of Homeland Security police in their jurisdiction. The answer I got was it was a condition of receiving federal funding. Wow. Huh? Huh?
0: I said, "Wow!"
2: I said, "Wow!" That makes total sense. It makes total sense. And uh, anyway, uh, Daniels from uh, Murphy's, California. Did did
0: you uh, just interrupt? interrupt, Did you see that uh, that YouTube video of in I think it was Florida of TSA doing checks at the train at the bus station? No. Oh, I'll play that later. You'll love it. It's funny. Uh, Stefan
2: Gerstocker in uh, Dover, Ohio. Ohio. uh, Double nickels on the dime. Greg Stone, knight, Sir Greg. Uh, Rapid City, South South Dakota, $55. I think I'm going to start another knighthood. I'm only 23 and want to start 2011 with a copious amount of karma.
0: Well, let me get you started there, my friend.
10: You've got karma.
7: Just a little bit of extra.
0: 23. Love you, man. Mean it. Greg
2: Brunsel, Kenosha, Wisconsin, $50. Uh, Christopher Lawton, South Dartmouth, Massachusetts. Uh, $50, dollars p Schneeks. Snakes. Uh, Pater Snakes. Pater Snakes, another $50. Uh, Robin uh, Durden, uh, or Dwerden, I think it's Durden, Durden? I don't know. Dur- Durden. Hoboken, Durden. New Jersey, He's still in the knighthood Layaways on the fast track. And whoops, I just clicked on something and I went to a different screen. There we go. Um, where was I? There we are. You're at Kohay. And Kohay. then we have kohei pronounced Kohei. Yes, Kohei. In Tokyo, Tokyo. Hello $50. Tokyo. He says uh, you mentioned uh curious we have two donations from Tokyo this week. Uh I had John and Adam and uh, you mentioned there's a zero donors from Tokyo. I mentioned a couple of people, Americans in Tokyo. Uh but I subscribe monthly 3333 33, which I began in July from Tokyo. I just wanted to make sure my donation wasn't funding some wrong guy. Hey, you know th- your sumo thing paid off, John. You mentioned sumo in the last show. Sumo in Japan is pretty much a corrupt sport, like the EU soccer you guys talked about. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Uh, there are there are isn't the huge money involved since it's not an Olympic game, but it should be, by the way. But it's known history. Sumo industry is deeply tied in with the Japanese Yakuza, and there was a recent gambling scandal. We know most of this. If you follow Sumo, Sumo, we, yeah, we, knows we it.
0: follow it religiously.
2: I do. Actually, we used to follow Sumo quite closely. Uh, sumo Association must take more severe action against the scandals, and the pretty much the Yakuza runs every gambling gig in Japan, and most of the gambling facilities are owned by immigrants from North Korea. All right. What there's gambling going on over there? I understand so, yes. And the <laughs> families send whatever they make here in Japan to the relatives in North Korea. I didn't know about the North Korean connection, so we'll have to uh, and says some of the banks are controlled by the North Korean government. Hmm. No, no, <laughs> say it ain't so. And that's it for this week's uh, donors I want to thank everyone.
0: Happy birthday to Michael Menzies. Uh, his birthday was on the uh, 27th. And Christopher Collins wishes his son Tomomi turning 10 on the 5th of December a very happy birthday. And, of course, the same from all your buddies here at the No Agenda Show. It's your birthday, yeah. And before, huh. you, before you continue with the pitch. Uh, in the morning, Adam, I was associate executive producer for episode 255. I am in need of both dedouching and karma, please. I guess John missed it. I moved from Norway to Australia for a job. Then, uh, 11 weeks in, they have retrenched me. As they say, they cannot afford my position. So I am up Shit Creek, total paddleless. Totally paddleless. Philip Smith. Anyway, love the show. It keeps me sane. So we.
10: You've been de And
0: we've got to give him a little bit of karma. There we go. So fine.
10: You've got karma.
0: So I, I don't know if you actually missed it or not, but I want yeah, to make sure we... I think I missed where out. he moved to and maybe
2: that story. Um, st- I want to mention a, a, just a $10 donation that came in because it's kind of interesting. I think people should pick up on this from Steam and Sauna, Inc. in Kenosha, uh, Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, he got a refund from the Clinton Haiti Fund. What? And he's giving it to you. Uh, you'll do more good with it than the scumbags will. How did he get a refund? I guess he asked for it. He must have done it through his credit card or something. I don't know. Interesting. I guess you can get refunds for everyone out there who
0: donated. Re- the- get a refund. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, man, that's Crazy yeah well anyway thank you so much we appreciate it and uh, we have uh, have, it's been a long time coming John but uh, I need need you to draw your blade here for a second here it comes yeah because uh, well we have uh, we have a night as we ask Greg Stone to step forward and kneel slave for us Greg Stone you have contributed to the No Agenda show in the amount of a minimum of one thousand dollars And uh, your support is highly appreciated. But this also puts you squarely in an elite company, my friend. We now by knight thee, Sir Greg Stone, knights of the No Agenda Roundtable. Please come over. Enjoy your hookers and blow, your rent boys, your cabernet, whatever your preference may be. Sir Greg Stone, thank you so much. We uh, appreciate the support. Highly, highly, highly appreciated. And uh, we would hope
2: people would g- uh, go to dvorak.org/na, uh, channeldvorak.com/na, or the No Agenda Show and link to the support page and help us out for the next show so we can stay, uh, continue to do this uh, show. Which uh, I think we come up with stuff that still nobody else uh, manages to do. We deconstruct the news and we deconstruct people who deconstruct the news, and we're always and one We're, step we're ahead. still one step ahead.
0: So, and, you know, without a doubt, uh, you can, uh, once you learn how to do it, you can't just, like, go to a cocktail party and say... Hey man, they're chem trailing us with aluminum. No, it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> <laughs> well you could do that. You sound like the tech grouch. Well but, you, well you gotta be subtle about it. First you gotta change <laughs> you gotta change your ringtone. Oh, excuse me, I have an important call. What was oh it's my ringtone. No, that's it. You, you gotta kinda ease people into it. <laughs> uh but since uh, Haiti was brought up, I do want to there's a couple links, of course, in the uh in the show notes at Noagendashow.com uh, of course, the elections in Haiti, uh, which are now between three people, they, they voted on Sunday. They have until like December, I think, no, January to count the votes. But there was, you know, people were like really angry. And of course, no one's there. Anderson, Vanderbilt, Cooper, not there to talk about the elections. No, we got to be quiet. Shh, shh, shh. Let's not talk about the elections. Because we have uh, Jude... Judas, who is uh, Preval's protege, as the the news continues to call him, preval outgoing president Preval's protege Jude. Uh, he's the front runner. He, of course, is the guy that's going to get it. Then we have uh, Sweet Mickey Martelli, who was uh, it was just a shill uh, thrown in there, and uh, we've got some seventy year old woman who's probably the real the real candidate. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, no, there, there's someone else popped up. and I, I think, missed this. Yeah, I can uh, let me bring up the story for you. Yeah, it's kind of interesting uh, because I had not seen her name anywhere in any of the documentation. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You know, who is this person? And uh, I think that that's why they delayed the election results. But, of course, the uh, U.N. peacekeepers who are now uh, officiating the election say, hey, we give it the green light. Everything's good. Yeah, it's all set. Don't worry about it. We've taken care of everything. Of course uh it, you know the place is uh, gripped by cholera traumatized by the uh the earthquake amazing earthquake first time in 90 years that's ever happened uh so it's uh Jude Celestine is uh, and every single news report you'll 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 see this uh, meme the uh protege what does that mean protege he's not a ballerina no no your protege is some anybody it could
2: be anybody uh that that models themselves after you. You could have a couple of proteges, for all you know. Uh, that you maybe mentor, or maybe you don't. They just model themselves after you. And so there's somebody that's that likes what Adam Curry does, and they want to be the next Adam yeah, Curry, and right. that's a protege.
0: Celestine, who was plucked from obscurity by Prevell to run the government road construction entity after the earthquake, so this guy didn't even show up until after uh, they flipped on the earthquake machine. Uh, Enjoyed the full use of the powerful Ignite Party machine during the campaign. So that makes sense. Um, But then we have uh, Martelli, who's a 49-year-old. I'm reading the uh, Times now. uh, Popular performer of Haitian compa music. He's been running third, apparently, in the the polls. uh, Because there is this woman, Manigat, who is 70 years old. And I think she's the true candidate. Uh, of course, she, w- she has n- not a chance in hell of winning. But uh, the peacekeepers out there, they say, hey, you know what? We checked everything. And even though no one has ID cards and uh, we've got a million people in tents here who, uh, you know, and we, we, they got no money, they got no clothing, they got no food, they got no water. Yeah, they got water filled with cholera. Uh, but uh, all that cash went to Clinton and Bush. Uh, don't worry. It's all taken care of because it's all good. Just shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Don't look over here. Uh, WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks. Go look at something else. Uh, Actually, I have a clip from um, a guy from the Red Cross who's on the ground there. It's really difficult, John. It's really difficult rebuilding Haiti. There's all kinds of problems there. I think in the context of how difficult it is to to
12: secure land, uh, and then to to secure land that you can actually build on. Listen, to
0: secure land. No, listen listen carefully, John. You'll you'll get this. To secure land that you can actually build on. Um,
12: There is a sense that... that here we are happy with what's been achieved but it barely scratches the surface in terms of the needs in this city i mean you've seen it you've driven around you've seen the fact that most people are still living in camps and
0: how can that be how can most people still be in the tents didn't didn't we have a whole benefit john did we have like didn't we send billions of dollars over there one of They've the major to live reasons
12: in tents. Behind that is that finding land to actually build shelters on has proved, proven to be incredibly complicated. Why is that? Now,
0: why? Very good question. Why is it very complicated? Why? why? No, be serious with me now. Why is it difficult to find land to build on, John? Because what? the UN took over Thank most of you. it. Thank
12: you. Difficult. There are issues over the fact that, well, first of all, this is a very congested city. Uh, this city built up dramatically over the last 25 years uh, and is riddled with slums. I mean, let's call it what it is. So there's there's not much land available. Uh, it's very difficult to prove ownership of land.
0: Oh, really? How, oh, I see. It's difficult to prove ownership of land because all the hotels and casinos are being built on that land. That's why. They don't need any slaves living on the land. This land for example we've been negotiating really since
12: almost uh, who are you negotiating with the first couple of months after the earthquake with the mayor to secure land to build yeah. to build shelters here right about a month ago it becomes clear to us that it's actually not owned by the local mayor or the municipality but why it's did owned he say that o-
7: earlier to you
1: he didn't know
12: wait uh, 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 who knows uh, it's, it's, uh,
0: who knows i, 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 I I'm just from the Red Cross. I don't... don't, Who knows? Well,
12: wait a minute. They
2: cut him off when you say it's owned by, and then they cut him off. What's the end of the sentence?
12: It doesn't come. Wait who knows it's, 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 you no, don't knows? know
1: why the government yeah. can say "Like, well you know enough with the bickering let's just grab, to grab this land and just build why don't they just build
12: that, that's a better question I'm sorry I don't mean to be evasive but that's a better question to ask to the government <laughs> or, or to the interim commission the very first step you have to take in any construction process anywhere in the world be it the Netherlands be it Australia mm-hmm. be it Haiti is to know is, is to have some kind of legal assurance that, that you're doing something that can continue for the, the years if this
0: is needed. so can you believe what is going on now? so the reason so he- now now this is the reason according to the Red Cross who of course took all that money and put it in their pockets and uh, have g- great offices, beautiful limousines is all perfectly taken care of yeah it's not all not your mind does not go directly through the Red Cross into Haiti well, we can't actually build anything because we can't figure out who owns the land so uh, well screw them I'm going to take a year to figure out. Where to build something? They have twelve no 20,000 UN peacekeepers there. Can't they just like take a piece of land and say, well for now we're just hijacking this and because people gotta go well, you pay, know pay if, in this
2: country which we have all kinds of backstop mechanisms including title insurance, to own land and, and to make sure that you can buy and sell it so you don't have a problem with, you know, the, like you do in third world countries of actually owning anything, uh, which has always been seen as one of the pr- reasons countries can't develop is because nobody can really have ownership of anything. If you can take property like you can do here for like public, the public good, you can just go grab some property as a, as a state, you know, uh, of course, uh, entity. of course. Why can't you just grab
0: all of it in Haiti and just start doling it out to these because people because it's owned by. The hotels and casinos that are being built there. That's why the guy's not going to say it, but that's why he's you've got to ask so is this an uh, average home here
12: yeah this is the units that we're building here uh the transitional shelters that we're building here
0: yeah th- three rooms
12: it's about 18 meters squared mm-hmm. uh it's as you can see it's it's secured against Oh yeah, like
1: hurricanes. Hurricanes? people looking at this they gave their money and they're frustrated what would you say to them it just this just takes time
12: yeah and and you know what we understand the frustration and the frustration is shared by the Red Cross by Oxfam by MSF by all agencies that the frustration is acutely felt but our frustration is 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 not doesn't compare with the frustration of people living outside in camps
0: yeah no kidding duh <laughs> Anyway, so it's, yeah, a, it's, oh, a, it's land a land yeah, you get, issue. You go,
2: So Oxfam gets a hundred million bucks, and then they you know they use it for uh, administrative costs, where they try to work this out, and then all of a sudden they spend it all. Ten years later, so you
0: know uh, now it the, comes it cl- goes. Now that Clinton released his numbers, uh, I'm now keeping a very close eye on the Clinton Bush Haiti Fund, uh, which you can find at Clinton Bush Haiti dot org, uh, because they will have to. They are a 5013 c And they will have to release uh, information. But if you look at their website, it is pathetic, absolutely pathetic. uh, The amount, the lack of information they they put on that site, especially if you go to the FAQs. Uh, And here it is: How much money has been donated so far to the Clinton Bush Haiti Fund? How much do you think, John, as of September 30th, 2010? I don't know, I have no idea. Just just take a wild guess. How much 10 million dollars. 52 million dollars. Do you believe that? Do you does anyone actually believe that's all the money? I mean, the Netherlands alone raised 100 million. This is so I think crap. people should ask for refunds funds and send us the money. <laughs> yeah. We're doing more for Haiti than anyone else is. Well, at least we're complaining about That's it for sure. All right, let me roll out this uh, this uh, TSA checkpoint at the bus station report, which is uh, hilarious because, of course, uh, you, you always got to bring in one guy who's taken the bus. And uh, you know, what do you think his opinion is of, of the TSA? Now, let me it? can I guess? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Have well, you gander. know, if it means that if it means we're going to be safer, it's just one of those things so, we're going to have to put up with. Not it. even close. Not even close. It's much better than that. Let's listen to the report, John.
6: Tower, Tampa police and federal government agencies are teaming up to keep your family safe. They unveiled a new plan that could stop a potential terror threat where hundreds of people pass through each day. Bill Logan was there for a first-hand look. So this will be It's the sort of security we've seen a lot of since 9-11 at places like airports and seaports and major sporting events. Now, here at the bus station. To sort of invent the wheel in advance in case we have to.
0: Inventing the wheel in advance in case we have to. Huh? What? <laughs> this is, this is the, the TSA guy. We're inventing the wheel in advance so we don't have to something or other. I don't know, you know, terrorism, blow-up, safety, children, fear.
6: If there ever is specific intelligence requiring us to be here this way, us and our partners are ready to move in at a moment's notice. What we're looking for are threats to national security as well as immigration violators. We're also looking
9: at one of our main initiatives, which is ball cash.
0: So- oh, okay. It's not just, it's, we're also looking for people smuggling cash on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, didn't you hear him say that? He's yeah, like, but why? Because you can't have cash, man. You can't have cash. you got to have Smuggling plastic. cash on smuggling the bus? Smuggling cash on the bus. Stop smuggling cash, John. Also looking at one
9: of our main initiatives, which is ball cash smuggling.
6: And so passengers ready to head toward Orlando, Jacksonville, and points north had to go through a series of checks while Susu from the Tampa Airport Police.
0: Susu is the dog.
6: Department gave the bus his sniff test. It's all part of what Homeland Security calls VIPER for visible... Ah, uh, VIPER.
0: VIPER. I love it. We have another acronym. VIPER. 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 The VIPER's out to get you. The VIPER's going to snap at you. For visible, intermodal prevention and response. I can't even spell. That's VIPAR. What? It's VIPAR. That's
6: VIPAR. <laughs> it's VIPAR. Yeah, they're big on initials. In this team effort between TSA, ICE, CBP, and... TPD. This is ongoing for us. We do this every day.
0: And for the folks who travel. All right, here comes John. You weren't even close. Listen to the folks who travel. (laughs) Like
6: this day in and day out, it's a comfort in troubled times.
5: Uh, I feel safe uh, knowing that I get on a bus and I'm not going to blow up.
0: (laughs) What an idiot! Uh, I feel safe. No That's one, your not.
2: American
5: <laughs> uh, man
0: uh, on the street. Uh, I the bus is going
2: to blow up. You know, this this bu- our educational system at work. <laughs> I want the bus to blow up. No, it's
6: not like this sort of security is going to be <laughs> on display at every bus terminal every time. But the message hey, here hey, is, hey, it could be. Adam, stop! Life- stop! Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. How many buses have been blown up in the United States in the last fifty years?
0: I don't know, ma'am, but I I, I feel safe that my bus ain't going to blow up. Hmm. You know, like my Christmas tree. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I I just don't want anything to blow up. <laughs> All right, so uh, what is uh, probably uh, taking place right now, which uh, t- was probably the most emailed article, was NASA uh, setting up a news conference, and and and, and this is the next distraction. It, it, I'm sure people in the chat room have their eye on it. They're like, oh, NASA's going to announce that there's intelligent life forms out there. <laughs> Yeah. Another cool. another dumb move. Meanwhile, it's the face on Mars all over again. The true news is happening in my favorite spot, John. In uh, Yemen, Yemen, Yemen. Yep. Uh, I've been telling you about the the stargate and after all of Ooh, the earthquakes Stargate's after back. Yeah, after all the earthquakes, now there is a vortex. There is a vortex that is so severe it is actually disturbing the jet stream. Would you, would you listen to me for a second? This is, this, I'm very serious about this. I'm listening. There is now a vortex. Okay, okay. Do you know that... that uh, let me tell you what, what uh, navies are in the Gulf of Aden. The Royal Australian Navy, the Belgian Navy. I guess they. The, I the guess, Belgian Navy. Yeah, I guess they found the what coal. They, <laughs> they had. They, they, they bring <laughs> the rowboat. I mean, what? <laughs> the Bulgarian Navy, Canadian Navy, People's Liberation Navy. That's China. The Royal Danish Navy, the French Navy, the German Navy, Greek Navy, Indian Navy, Islamic Republic of Iran's Navy, Italian Navy, Japan Maritime Self Defense Force, Republic of Korea, South Korea's Navy, Royal Malaysian Navy, Royal Dutch Marines and their Navy, Pakistan. Navy, Portuguese Navy, Royal Saudi Navy, Russian Navy, Republic of Singapore, Sweden, Spain, Thailand, Turkey, the British Royal Navy, and the United States. Wow, it sounds like a party. It is, and they've been there for months uh, under the guise of pirates because we got to st- I mean if I was a pirate I'd be pooping right now there's no pirate py- no pirates going to go hey and if you see the pictures of all these, they got subs they got aircraft carriers they got ships because they know that the stargate is opening up and we had those uh, we had those like 60 earthquakes in the gulf of aden now we have the vortex which is literally coming from out of the gulf is disturbing the jet stream and the proof is in the pudding look at europe Completely snowed under. It's pandemonium once again. Britain snowed under. Gitmo nation lowlands snowed under. The the biggest traffic jams in history. It's because the, the 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 jet stream has been disturbed by this vortex. Severe severe weather, which by the way is not moving the way that the biodiversité people have been telling us. It's not getting warmer. It's getting colder.
2: You know, you're just me- you're just met you with this kind of thing. You're right. I'm the one that's going to be set up. Totally. So why don't we uh, just I talk- have to come up with something wackier?
0: Well, it's not wacky. It, it, I I think there is something going on there. What are and all by the way? You know what doing? happens when that
2: Stargate opens
0: up? You know what comes out? <laughs> Tell me, John. Fish. <laughs> what well, we could do with some good fish. We could totally do with it. All right, the, uh, so the, uh, the, the Climate Change Conference is on, another thing obfuscated by uh, the WikiLeaks uh, scandal. And this, of course, falls under the heading... Hey! Remember to say it loud and proud. It's biodiversité. And uh, two reports. Uh, the most important one, as reported by the uh, Telegraph from the United Kingdom, uh, who, of course, in uh, great harmony with the uh, Royal Academy, was it the uh, Royal Society, <laughs> this is the mouthpiece, whenever something important comes out for the slaves, the Royal Society, oh, it's the Royal Society, they've told us. Well, if the Ro- if the, John, if the Royal Society says, then it's really, it must be completely true. Uh, scientists call for rationing in the developed world at the Cancun Climate Change Summit. Why? Well, I will explain. Because the Royal Society has told us, this is su- in a series of papers published by the Royal Society, physicists and chemists from some of the world's most respected scientific institutions, including Oxford University and the Met Office, agreed current plans to tackle global warming are not enough. No, 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 no. What do we have to do? Well, in one paper, Professor Kevin Anderson, director of the Tyndall Center for Climate Change Research. what? The Tyndall. Oh, Tyndall, there's a tingle. Tynd- might as well be said the only way to reduce global emissions enough while allowing the poor nations to continue to grow is to halt economic growth in the rich world over the next 20 years. This would mean a drastic change in lifestyles for many people in countries like Britain, as everyone will have to buy less carbon-intensive goods and services, such as long-haul flights and fuel-hungry cars. I think you should take the train, slave. That's a good idea. Now, Professor Anderson admitted it would not be easy to persuade people to reduce their consumption of goods. He said politicians should consider a rationing system similar to the one introduced during the last time of crisis, which was the 30s and the 40s. This could mean, attention, Gitmo Nation East. Attention, attention, slaves. Here it comes. A limit on electricity. So people are forced to turn the heating down. This is exactly what we've been predicting with the smart grid technology. In this weather? Yes, you have to turn it down. Turn off the lights, replace old electrical goods like huge fridges with more efficient models, and food that has traveled from abroad may be limited, and goods that require a lot of energy to manufacture. This is what is coming. Your electricity is going to be limited. You're going to be rationed. That's why they're putting those smart meters in. That's exactly why it is. That's exactly why it is. But um, I think there was a quote here somewhere that was funny. I can't seem to find it. I think the guy said, Oh, you know, we'll just put on a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> wear a yeah, sweater. sweater. Hey, slave, shut up and wear a sweater. Wear more layers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, the experts say uh, global warming could double food prices by 2050. It all kind of fits together with Codex Alimentarius, with what we have here How in is the United global States. global
2: warming going to make food go higher prices? It seems it's going to make more land arable. This
0: doesn't make any logical sense. Well, uh, would you like me to read the report for you? <laughs> no, I don't want to hear any more. Oh, come on. Even if we stop spew- spewing global warming gases today, the world would face a steady rise in food prices this century but of course it will because you've got all these regulations we now have to adhere to you've got the department of homeland security checking and make sure you're doing it right so that of course the food is going to prices are going to rise on our current emissions path climate change becomes the threat multiplier this is a nice meme that could double grain prices by 2050 and leave millions more children malnourished this is what they reported on Wednesday, the global food experts in Cancun, Mexico. See, remember how much focus there was on Copenhagen? And, yeah. and there's none of it now. And, and I think this is another thing that WikiLeaks is distracting from. Uh, Harrison Ford, by the way, was not well, in Cancun. They have a, uh, apparently, the number of people that showed up
2: for the second event, the one in Cancun, uh, that is way down. Because I think they've lost a lot of their mojo. Especially, well, and they, they they had to have it in Cancun, of course, because the last time they had this stupid event, it snowed. W- it was snowing. <laughs> you know, the, the global warming event was
0: snowed out. Yeah. Hey, man, let's move that shit to Mexico, man, where it's like hot. There's no chance of snow there. And that's it this week for our biodiversity.
1: Hey. hey,
0: keeping our eye on the biodiversity, so you don't have to. Hey. I've got real news. Oh, well, hold on a second. Uh, it's uh, Thursday. Hold on. And now, back to real
2: news. Can I just go straight into it, John? As you know, go. Extra,
5: extra. Extra exclusive, Mariah's first interview since confirming she's pregnant. Are you going to find out, boy girl? Her cravings, the pregnancy pal. I can't even get this ring off if I try. And why she's dripping in diamonds. New video that could wipe the smile off Tiger's face. How did you- Law & Order, The Tiger Scandal. Who winds up murdered? Michael Douglas as Liberace. Michael's new interview about his next movie, His Health, and battling his ex over millions. Extras in Paris with Brangelina. Brad rocking leather pants. The star he wants to babysit his kids.
0: a huge, huge hit in my house.
5: And Johnny Depp on The Angelina You Don't Know.
9: Very perverse sense of humor.
5: Plus, Natalie Portman on that early Oscar. Oscar buzz, and that same-sex kiss. You say, okay, let's just have a couple of glasses of wine and get it over with.
3: Dancer, Dancer.
2: Woo! 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 John! You know,
0: you just take one random teaser from any of these shows <laughs> and, you're and you're up you got to date. It. You're, you're caught up. You're up to date. <clears throat> well, not quite, John, because I have been tracking the Hollywood Whacker story. Ah, uh, the Hollywood record story gets more interesting. It does get more interesting, and I've spoken to a few PR folks here in uh, Los Angeles, in these hills of Hollywood. So, first and, of all, uh, I'm sorry. And before you go, did you get? To, you know, Randy Quaid has chimed in. Uh, on uh, Yes, I, I was going to start with Randy Quaid. And, all right, and go. Vanity Fair. Oh, you? Ha- oh, I'm sorry. You have a clip? No, I got no clip. Oh. Just, we'll no, uh, sure Ran- I just no. Randy that. Quaid is uh, he and his wife Evie are in Vanity Fair, and uh, they say, you know what? Uh, they've they've figured all of this out. Uh, they predict they will be hanged, stabbed, or drugged with Demerol. I think uh, this was in Esquire. No, Vanity Fair. Hmm. I have it from Vanity Fair.
2: Is they same, they oh, the I'm same sorry. Thing. No, you're
0: right. It, uh, it, I'm sorry. Uh, it's Vanity Fair and Esquire. You're right. Uh, the Quades outlined for Esquire three scenarios. Uh, Randy would be drugged in his sleep, Evie would be stabbed to death, and the knife will be placed in Randy's hands. They would be found in their car dead from lethal doses of Demerol, or they would be hanged together from the rafters of a garage. All very valid. I, I am not laughing at this. I don't think it's funny at all. Um, I totally believe that Randy Quaid is worth more dead than alive. He can't. He won't get a movie at all at this point. No, he's toast. He, he, and, but he's an Oscar winner. Uh, he's won several awards, and he has... Uh, He's made over $41 million, and he has huge trusts set up, which his former manager, agent, set up. And uh, I see no reason why it will be beyond the realm of possibility as Evie overheard a cell phone conversation uh, that uh, if she were killed and Randy was killed, there'd be a lot of money in it because all these trusts are set up and will flow through to people who uh, set them up. That's what they're claiming, and I don't think it's that crazy. And, uh, G, won't I mean, this is what Michael Jackson went through. He said, if they kill me, it'll be for my catalog. They killed him, and, uh, th- and, and they got the catalog. They got the catalog. Beatles on iTunes, new Michael Jackson album out, everything's rocking and rolling. And, uh, so what happens? Biggest moneymaker last year, total $275 million dead. So I'm, uh, I'm, I think I'll actually go for the last option on the board, Alex. I'll say hang together from the rafters of the garage. Uh, I think that uh, they'll be suffering being, from depression. Yep, yeah, depression, and they will kill themselves, and that will be the end of it. And, Suicide
2: note found.
0: Yep. Now, um, regarding the public, and I put a whole list of links in the Hollywood Whackers file of the show notes. No dot com. I totally believe. First of all. Mafia, No doubt about it. In fact, uh, someone um, showed me the Urban Dictionary entry for Mozambique, which is apparently what she was. Uh, Two to the chest, one to the head is you were Mozambique. And, of course, she got, I think, three to the chest, one to the head. Uh, So I would say that was a a double Mozambique. But definitely, uh, I think everyone agrees that uh, Ronnie Chasen, uh, publicist for many, many years in Los Angeles, was killed. The question is, who to what end? Now, the whole thing is being covered up. It had to be covered up by the news that came out late last night that uh, the police were investigating a, quote, person of interest in a sleaze bag hotel. Oh, There's not even a sleazebag hotel. It's rooms for $675 a month. That's not completely sleaze baggy. I'll have to say. It's not the worst you can get in California, in Los Angeles. Yep. Um And uh, they came in with a search warrant. The guy immediately shot himself in the head. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 That sounds right. Well, so here is, I'm going to read uh, verbatim. And by the way, if he shot
2: himself in the head and he's dead now and uh, it was a suicide, they say, why are they not releasing his name? Is it some, is it, who is it? What is the point of
0: keeping the name quiet? What exactly? Well, the reason why it's being kept quiet is because this needs to go away. It needs to go away because mafia is involved. Now, I've spoken to several publicists here in uh, Los Angeles, and uh, the general whisper word out there is that Ronnie Chasen, who is old, old school Hollywood, she's been around for a long time, that she had very, quote, dark connections with the mafia, and uh, and this was some kind of payback or some kind of mess up, screw up. And it was just, you know, the way the mafia does business. You, what? You're not going to play? Boom. You're dead. We'll kill you. What is interesting is she was doing the promotion for Burlesque. Right? And uh, Burlesque is being. And she oh,
2: was shot on the day of that, of that of roll-up party. The, of, the,
0: of, the, of the, yeah, the premiere party so the director on this is uh what's his name anton uh, let me just get his first name here uh director i i uh, uh, anton i i don't i don't recall his first name
2: well let's look it up
0: uh, okay uh, everything's a little slow here today um da-da-da-da. Stephen Anton, okay. okay. Now, Stephen Anton is a rookie. Is he like he? He's this is his re, his first huge, huge expense. It's in fact, uh, although not a very big hit, and this I'm sure has something to do with it. Um, Burlesque was a very expensive movie to make. Has Sharon it, Christina Aguilera, and he uh, got this gig, one of the most expensive films in the history of screen gems. And uh, the Hollywood Reporter came out. That uh, with, the, with the entire story. So how did Steven Anton get this gig? Well, he is the boyfriend of Clint Culpepper, who is another Hollywood legend and uh, was brought back to run Screen Gems. And apparently, and this is what the Hollywood Reporter uh, uh, wrote, they had huge fights, like cat fights, like bitch fights on the set, angry like there was all kinds of craziness going on and of course the movie goes on to flop it's pretty much you know just a bit it was num- a number five i think on the opening weekend harry potter killed everything um it flopped and the word is is that uh ronnie Chason leaked the information about this cat fighting and crap going on covering her ass because she knew that the movie was a dog and that she and it was essentially and here it is a gay mafia hit. And this that, is getting good. And that Culpepper had her killed purely out of spite. He was just pissed off. And of course, uh. it's a, a huge black mark on his uh, um, on on his career. The most expensive movie in screen gems history. Uh, his boyfriend, who he ushered in to uh, to direct it, huge flop and uh and i guess she's getting blamed she literally took the fall for it but apparently she was the one that started to cover her ass by leaking the information about hey this thing is a dog even though i'm hired to do it but she leaked to the hollywood reporter and this is inside from pr agents in hollywood the people you're hanging out yeah. with
2: now <laughs> no, i don't hang out with them so uh he did one other movie in 2006 a direct-to-video film that has a 5.5 out of a 10 rating called glasshouse the Yeehaw! good mother Yeehaw. which I guess was another uh, with Angie Harmon as a star, and we haven't heard anything about her since. No. And other than that, he apparently was an He's mostly an actor, mm-hmm. and he's been in a, a, a Jillian NYPD blue back in the 90s. Oh, no, he's a pretty 90s. man, I'm sure. And uh, the rest of it is pretty sketchy. I mean, it's not like I would give him a uh, the most director's expen- job the most- in the most expensive movie yeah, exactly. that he ever did. Exactly not a conservative choice let's put it that way
0: so it doesn't so of course the news coming out about uh, a person of interest killing themselves in front of the cops who were looking for him It's like that doesn't jive at all with with what i've been hearing so i have no idea where that's coming from i, I don't know what it's about and i don't understand it
2: well maybe they're looking for a fall guy and they haven't gotten their story together yet well, <laughs> the guy killed himself for a reason. That's for sure. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe nobody killed themselves. Maybe they, they just—that's the setup. Now we got to figure out who to kill and then make a story around it. Right. I mean, it's possible.
0: But I—I uh, I am not laughing at the Quades. I—I I feel for them. I think it's horrible. I called Michael Jackson. Uh, I called his death a murder. Mainstream media hung up on me. By the way, this guy was also the boyfriend of David Geffen. Yep, exactly, Geffen known gay mafia david Geffen's pretty ruthless well he gets the job done (laughs) i just think the idea of gay mafia is like take that bitch (laughs) snap snap (laughs) yeah Uh, mr curry (laughs) are you adam curry (laughs) hello hello adam's not here man He's, he's not here I promised uh, one more two to the head story. Uh, We talked about it last week. Um, Got no coverage whatsoever. But the actual BP executive uh, who was in charge of all operations in the Gulf was killed in a uh, small plane crash off the the Florida coast now uh, over uh, a week and a half ago. And he was the guy in charge of the recovery. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, you you just gotta. It's it's unfortunate, and I have not looked into. Of course, no one has looked into what happened. What how did the accident take place? You know, it was just uh, uh, killed in a crash, small plane. Oh, it's a small plane, John. Eh, hey, no need. To, are you are you a journalist? It's a small plane. Oh, small plane crash. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I just didn't have the time to to dig into it and see what the uh, the cause the cause was, but uh, <laughs> Quint- <laughs> but it is it is the favorite means of killing people. Oh, small plane! Oh, you know how it goes. You can't trust those small planes, can you, John? No, they're dangerous. Yeah, completely dangerous. Especially if somebody's trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah, there was a. a Another funny story in the... Uh, maybe I should play the jingle, actually. Uh, I don't know where the jingle is. We haven't played the Trains Good, uh, Planes Bad in so long that I can't find it here. All aboard! Trains, Train's good, good, Planes Bad! Woohoo! <laughs> I thought the funniest joke was uh, about the, uh, the aircraft that went into a nosedive and taken for total truth is that, uh, well the, the the captain the pilot as some would call him uh, went to the restroom and the co-pilot was adjusting his seat and hit the steering column and it went into a twenty six thousand foot nose dive. <laughs>
11: <Please>. <laughs> well,
0: yeah.
2: Here's what happened. He wasn't hooked up to the steering to the <laughs> seat belt. He pushed the thing forward. The plane dropped the nose dropped down. He fell onto the controls and couldn't get up. Actually, I'm sorry. It was 37,000 feet. He fell for 37. He couldn't get up. He was just stuck on these things. Of course, everybody rolled into the cabin and falled, fell on top of him. And he, so he was jammed on top of the steering mechanism down, which dives the plane. Yeah, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's not a pretty sight. It's total bull crap. These things are on autopilot uh, up there, and and, and, uh, I don't know the specific configuration of this aircraft, but I'm pretty sure when autopilot is on and you push it, it will correct. It doesn't just go, oh, disengaging. No, you have to physically, every autopilot I've flown with, you can push it down, you can override it manually, and then you let go, and then it corrects itself. But no, and no, and this, we hit an air pocket was what the, uh, apparently the pilot said, but no, 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 let's let's, uh, change that. Uh, the co-pilot was adjusting his seat so uh, another reason not to uh, travel by uh by airplane or just so you know john as we have the bird flu on the way h5n1 where where are you most likely to pick up bird flu yeah from a bird yeah in a bird actually uh according oh, in to, an airplane yes according oh, to the that direction. makes sense According to the Director of Immunization Services at the National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases. That means you better get a shot. Well, oh, wait. Here, this, of course, this is part of the CDC. Uh, the quote is basically, it's just a plane ride away. It's a plane ride away.
2: That's <laughs> I, great. That's a good one. I'll give a, you another point. You're ahead two to nothing. Uh,
0: I think I think these guys, you know, Hill and Knowlton, they're doing a fantastic job. They're really, really rocking it. We're so talking
2: a, about birds breaking news. Uh-oh. It uh, looks like uh, pollution causes homosexuality in birds. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not just pollution; it's mercury specifically, isn't it's specifically it? Specifically, birds becoming gay because <laughs> of mercury. <laughs> so, how good is it when that's in your vaccine? I don't know. Maybe the vaccine makes you gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, what is this story?
0: I mean, I saw it briefly. I was like, "Oh my god!" It's all
2: over the place. Uh, Fox has it. It's mostly overseas. I think it came out of the Telegraph or the BBC News. Mercury turns birds homosexual. It's some anti—I think it's anti fish eating, maybe because there's so much mercury in fish nowadays. They don't want to just eat sushi. I have no idea. There's some. There's a story behind this. We're gonna have to deconstruct later. Just broke today.
0: It's funny because I was. At or Maybe H- it's a plug for Angry Birds. The game. <laughs> yeah, the Angry Birds. The Christmas edition is out. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Angry, Angry Gay, Gay birds. birds will
2: be the name of the next. <laughs> uh,
0: I was at uh, Whole Foods uh, last week. Sorry. And I, no no no, I, the, there's some good stuff there. And I like mm-hmm. buying my fish there. They have a pretty good uh fish they do department.
2: Have a good, uh meat department.
0: Yeah. And uh and I like getting the Dover sole, which is really cheap. Dover sole now is like 6 bucks uh, a pound or whatever. It's it's dirt cheap. didn't wasn't sole at one point really expensive, wasn't that? Not that I know of. Okay. So it's and it's a beautiful fish and you can, you know, it's like nature's fast food. You, know, you throw that in the pan, psh, psh, it's done. It tastes great. There's almost no bones. I'm talking to the guy by saying, you know, "I really love your Dover Sole because, you know, it's it's re- it's really a cost-effective uh, meal." It's like, yeah, it's great. You know, there's no bones and there's much less mercury. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, there's, there's almost no mercury in this. But in in the rest of the fish here, there's mercury. And you're like, Ugh. I was just amazed that the guy at Whole Foods would say, "Oh, there's almost no mercury in the Dover Sole." What is it in? Is it in the salmon? It's in everything. There's mercury in all fish. Dear Adam and John, I work for the lar- one of the largest hospitals in San Francisco in the People's Republic of the Bay Area. They've always offered flu vaccines to employees and have said that uh, they require them if you work in a patient care area, but you can simply sign a dec- uh, declination to get out of it. This year, they've drastically changed the policy. If you get the flu shot, you have to have a sticker on your badge indicating that you did. I'm thinking a six-pointed star. If you opt out and therefore do not have the sticker, you are required to wear a mask at all times. This applies to everyone, clinical staff, clerical workers, janitors, food service workers, etc. And he actually sent me a copy of this. Is the there something now. going around that we don't know about, that they need to wear these masks and so everybody's sick? I haven't heard about anything. You have to start wearing the mask if you don't get the shot by December 15th. That.
2: What are they going to uh, sh- uh, take a, a spray us with a crop duster with uh, some disease in the next week or two? I mean, well, I don't get this.
0: I'll tell you, man. Looking at uh, at Monday sky, no sooner had you and I talked about it, and uh, we'd had three glorious days of blue skies. It was the exact same temperature Monday morning. The dew point was the same. The, I, I took pictures. I Twittered the pictures. I put them on my Flickr account. I got pictures from all over Gitmo Nation. Uh, we had chemtrails up the wazoo.
2: They're called contrails, and they were due to the fact that the dew point may have been what it was at ground level, but the upper atmosphere has changes constantly.
0: Okay, well, these weren't at twenty-eight thousand feet, John. These were. Go ahead and take a look at my pictures. They were pretty low. All right, put them on the show notes. A couple thousand feet at best, and they were there all day. All I mean, contrails dissipate. Not these. They just <laughs> hung there all day, and they started to gradually turn into one big, big milky... Well, they're poisoning you, obviously, which yeah, is... Yeah, you know, they are. Yes, they I'm, are. And they're poisoning you, too, except you're just... There's nothing going on here. No. Okay. So, uh... Tempelos. So,
2: as we finish off this wonderful show, uh, and we're not too depressing, as I was going to play... You know, we were talking about how the extra show, you know, jams everything into a... Uh, one or two teasers. The... I don't know if you've
0: watched Hell's Kitchen recently, but the show has no. deteriorated. Uh, gee, John, uh, I was watching the Moment of Truth memo presentation on C-SPAN three. Yeah, uh, well, sorry, I was I, Hell's, I Kitchen. Missed Hell's Kitchen. Actually, I couldn't watch too
2: much of it because I mean it's so bad now. Then it's so artificial because I, I think you know, th- all these.
0: Didn't they have like uh, the? Didn't they have like a uh, Department of Homeland Security guy on recently?
2: They might have. I don't watch it that much. But whatever the case is, I do have a, a, Senate, a uh, the Hell's Kitchen Torment clip, which is actually kind of long, but it's the teaser. And all you have to do, I don't know how much of this you can take because it's so... Crappy. I mean, and the and the, and the show has turned into such a, just a screaming, a phony screaming match. Everyone's screaming at each other for no reason. It makes you not, it's going to, I'm telling you, the, the way the show is going, it used to be very educational for people because they say, well, this is what I can expect from my food when I go to a good restaurant. But now it's going to, I don't think anyone would, would want to work in food service if they saw that this was going on. I mean, this, this short of shooting. In fact, one guy threatened to kill another guy. Uh It's ridiculous. But you play this and see see what I'm talking about.
9: Next time on Hell's
1: Kitchen. Listen carefully. Chef Ramsay starts the day with a bombshell. Two of you are going home this evening.
3: I have got to step it up.
1: I'm just going to take control.
3: I'm ready to kick some ass.
1: This is my chance to lead, my chance to show what I'm made of. The final four are in for the most intense dinner service of the season.
6: Listen to me. It's not good enough. You're not going
4: to screw me.
9: Just because Chef Ramsay is all over them.
4: You do the sides first, and we to forgetting the entrees. Oh.
0: John, this is hurting my
2: ears. <laughs> You've gone far enough. It goes on. This is the longest, you know, uh, teaser clip I have ever seen. It's almost two minutes. <sighs> And meanwhile, they have these segments in between trying to make this thing. I don't know who this is appealing to, the Jerry Springer show, but play the Hell's Kitchen sentimental crap. They go and they talk to one of the chefs who they, they bring all their family in because I guess they keep them prisoners while they're doing the show. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, and they get them liquored up and they don't feed them. That way they're more emotional. That's a, so a so they known bring, trick. They,
2: so they bring a child to this woman who is, I guess, her daughter or son. That's my baby boy and he's just like such a big
3: boy now. I can't even take it. It just <laughs> affirms the reason why I'm here. You know, I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for that little monkey face. Mwah, there you go. He's just absolutely everything to me.
0: I'm so sorry. It's time to say goodbye.
2: <laughs>
5: I
0: love you. This is stupid. It's unbelievably wastes, dumb. Waste my time. And this thing's
2: like, I, it's like she sounds like she hasn't seen the kids since she got out of you know the concentration camp. It's no, apparently the kid looks like a monkey. He doesn't. He looks like a normal little one. You know what?
0: What are just on on the kid thing? Uh, I just want to bring in a, a quick TSA thing that is very very disturbing. Um, so there's reports out now. Of course, you know we've 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 got to feel up your kids, right? This is uh, this is very important, um, and and the TSA and I, I'm I'm trying to find. I, I mean, I'd love to have a, a, an audio quote of someone actually saying this. Uh, the TSA is saying uh, to you know, for children that are a bit traumatized by being felt up by big men and women with rubber gloves, uh, parents should teach them it's a game. Ah, I mean, as
2: a parent, it's just the kind of game the shrink used to tell the kids to, to to bust poor bastards who
0: were like set up on on uh, molestation charges. That ex- kind of game, it's exactly what it is, and it's really disturbing to me. Now, this is I would f- think this is from uh, Raw Story who have this uh, this link, but uh, I mean, I'm I want to just get some documentation. Hey, I've this. got addressing the controversy over Pat Down TSA Regional Security Director James Marchand told the press that TSA was working on new practices to make children more comfortable during the pat-down process. Here's the quote. You try to make it as best you can for that child to come through. If you can come up with some kind of game to play with the child, it makes it a lot easier, said Marchand, promising to make it part of TSA training. This is abhorrent. This is Unbelievable. I'm just surprised that the American public puts up with this
2: crap and lets their children be fondled by strangers like this in broad daylight. It's amazing to me that we still have people making excuses for the TSA. when well, we've never had an incident. They've never caught anybody. This and, and they've upped the ante on security for no apparent reason. We haven't changed the security levels at whatsoever. And everybody still and the media finds these people. And they go, oh, it's, I'm glad we're feeling so much secure. I don't want to see the bus blow up while I'm on. I don't want to see the plane. <laughs> <laughs> blow up. What plane has blown up in the last one you know 100 million flights
0: So uh, what we did not say during our donation segment is that we need your support, we need more of it. we need a lot more of it. and uh, you can do that by going to dvorak.org/na or channeldvorak.com/na or just go to noagendashow.com and click on the donation link. It's incredibly important. We have no other way of financing the show. A lot of work went into it, a lot of work. I mean, look at look at poor John. He had to sit through Hell's Kitchen. I mean, let's be honest. Let's not not to mention the, word, hell. <laughs> not to mention the uh, the hours I spent watching C span. I was lucky this week because Mickey's was out. You know, she's she's been working on uh, on the supper club opening, and, and you still didn't get a clip. <laughs> no, I couldn't get a clip. It was so horrible. I've, I've watched those those meetings.
2: I've done the same thing. I've gone through them. And I just go, my God, there's no clip here. It's
0: moderately interesting, but there's never a clip because they never say, they go on, oh, they drone. Anyway, so what we've done for you, once again, as we do on every single episode of the No Agenda Show, is there's show notes. You can find it at noagendashow.com once the show is posted. And you can go through all of the links that uh, that I've posted for you. And go ahead and please read, the uh, under the austerity heading, please read the moment of truth memo, because this is what's coming down on you. At least in Gitmo Nation. Uh, United States of America, um, and the sales team is out there, and they are selling it to you, and it is being snowed under by bullcrap. Uh, bullcrap like WikiLeaks, and bullcrap like the NASA fake announcement of whatever. Aliens. <laughs> I mean...
2: Wh- and by the way, one of the services we provide, and I get this based on the feedback we get from listeners who who do contribute... Uh, is that we help you. You know, a lot of people go out there and they they watch the news and they see what we're seeing. It doesn't get deconstructed much. And then they get pounded by other news sources and they come away thinking, gee, this doesn't make any sense to me, but it must be true. And what we've done is we've tried to make you realize that your original thoughts are correct, that it's bogus. And we do the best job we can of that. And a lot of people appreciate it. They know that they can listen to the show and they all of a sudden realize that what they're getting from the media – is is a bunch of propaganda or at best and uh, and just horrible information at worst and uh, and they come away i think a little more secure in their own beliefs i mean this is like tea, you know it's like wine tasting when you get a palate you know what you're doing you don't have to read robert parker telling you to buy this wine when you can taste for yourself that it's either good or not
0: well that's an interesting analogy it is oh and then I, just on a on a high note john um I purchased the book 18 Acres yesterday. And? It's a very good book. About what? Uh, 18 Acres is written by a former uh, White House press secretary. She's kind of hot. She was on Fox. That's where I saw it. Oh, that's what's her name? Yeah. What's her name? She was the one who got into the beef with Palin. Yeah, Whatever. But she wrote a, a novel about the the forty fifth president of the United right, States, a woman president. Yeah, she's been all over the place with it's that a, book. It's a really good. It's sexy. It's a good book, and it's uh, and of course the president. Yeah, and of course the president, uh, the female president, her husband is cheating on her. It's like mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton, except it's about Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Except except this one is hot. <laughs> it's a really good book. So uh, I'll I'll let you know how it ends. I'll spoil it for you uh, on Sunday's show. All right. Well, yeah, I always just read the last page and I'm done with it. <laughs> that's one way of doing it. I'm actually reading through it. I mean, I had to read that nullification book, and I I had enough of uh, of uh, uh, stuff to do. Yeah, <laughs> I, my brain is so fried. There's yes, so much apparently. Yes, you're so done. So much stuff to do. Oh boy. All right. So anyway, we do appreciate your uh, support of the show, and please continue that. Um, on many of the uh, the lucky donations we have uh, karma can be coming your way and uh, based upon what I told you right after the second half of the show you may want to consider that $33.33 33 boarding pass on the mothership I'm just saying I am the man uh, continuously wanted by Interpol former Russian and Soviet spy in Gitmo Nation West in the People's Republic of Southern California Yay. my name is Adam Curry and I uh... I'm KJ6LNG.
2: We can talk about that sometime in the future. By the way, everyone should get a, their own call letters uh, and become a radio amateur. And uh, in case something bad happens, you will be able to talk to people and get out of town. You'll know the routes.
0: Uh, I'm also known as John C. Dvorak. And we will talk to you again on Sunday for early morning service right here on No Agenda.